0: the fly and we are alive. thank you for doing this i really appreciate it hell yeah i remember what were we saying? go for it i remember us doing we were both doing funniest person in grand rapids
1: mm-hmm.
0: i did shitty
1: <laughs>
0: granted i only haven't been i've only been doing it for like a month then and i kind of looked at it going you want to know what? it's only eight minutes so i'm never gonna get eight minutes anywhere else yeah so i might as well use it dr grins is like super dope
2: exactly so hey, there's water for you if you want to drink some cool um but yeah i mean that was a fun show it was like was that in January? Yeah, that was like the only time we've ever done stand up together. So we know each other really well. You did great. I think you won. You went on to what the yeah they had
1: the semi-fine. second round.
2: Did they do the second round already? Well, they it was the like March eleventh. It was, and then the next day that was the day that GVSU was like, hey, we're gonna go all online. So then I was at the show like wonder how much longer everything's going to be open and then yeah shit was fucking closed the next day (laughs) that
0: was that's was it then what dr grinsley opened up and i'm pretty sure some comedy clubs opened up for like a day in michigan Uh or for like a weekend and everything got shut right down again
2: yeah i don't i didn't i don't imagine they would have done good but i mean they're trying to just open their doors and try to make some money right exactly
0: and that's the one thing that it sucks about this whole situation of coronavirus and everything else like that is that, you know, you can't do it in, you know, it's like, was it less than 10 people? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, I, I mean, I grant, I haven't been doing stand up as long as you, but I'm pretty sure that 10 people in a room is
2: not the greatest. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of the places that are opening up now, right. Are pretty creative with like, Hey, we can still kind of have this socially distanced environment. Like all the outdoor stuff has been cool, but I'm curious like how that's going to you know, into the winter, uh, like, places are going to have to move inside or just kind of close down. Right. And Carl's at River North, the one that he runs, He he's moving it back toward more inside, which is cool, but I don't know. Was it with that? Did you have to do, like, temperature checks? No. You know, it's just wear a mask. It oh. was just kind of like the normal, like, bar protocol, and then, you know, take your mask off when you go up there.
1: <laughs>
2: <sighs> and they, they had the... Uh, Those condoms for the uh, microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Those are fun.
0: Oh, fuck. How are the rooms there? Because you were telling me off the podcast, so.
2: Well, yeah, it was, like, all, like, outdoor, and, like, River North, um, that was cool, because, like, it was more inside, but people outside, you could still kind of hear it, and, like, people were paying attention, so they're fun, and, like, I'm glad to be doing it again, because it was, like, a few months without it, and, like. I haven't been doing it that long, like maybe a year or a little over a year. And like, I don't know, it was just like a fun routine to start getting into to like go to open mics at night. And right. Like things close, but it's fun.
0: What's that? I had a, I had a set to do at Sunday Night Funnies. hmm March 29th. Okay. <laughs> I was going to use that. I was going to be like, all right, I'm going to start going to do open mics. I'm going to start, you know, what's the word?
2: Getting out
0: there? Yeah, getting out there and, like, connecting with other comics and, like, actually starting to build, like, relationships and oh, friendships. Networking. Yeah, networking. Thank you. <laughs> um, but it was like, oh, you know, I had this whole game plan and then Corona's like, hold my beer. No, you're not.
2: <laughs> Literally, Corona's telling you to hold Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of weird, though, because, like, I kind of was in the similar boat because I... March, I was like, all right, I want to, like, line up more stuff and, like, kind of get out there more. And then, you know, beginning of March, I was going to a lot of things, and I had spring break, and I went back to the east side and hit some mics around Detroit. And then, um, you know, fucking shit got canceled. Are the crowds different over in Detroit than they are over here? Uh, People say they are, but honestly, I don't think, like, I haven't noticed much of a difference, but I also have, like, a hard time, like, perceiving the crowd and, like, that kind of thing. And, like, I don't know. I don't know. I just try to go up there and tell my jokes and then that's that. They laugh, they laugh, they don't, they don't. Yeah, and, you know, it's kind of really easy to feel, like, shitty about it when it's not going good. (laughs) So you just kind of, I feel like that's the biggest thing getting over. What was it? It's like
0: comedy is the one thing that you have to do shitty at constantly to get better.
2: Yeah, I feel like there's definitely times where I'm like, oh, I wrote this joke down, this is going to go so well, and then I go and say it and then it's like, Whoa, I have such a <laughs> bad perception of how good jokes are, ba- bad jokes are. <laughs> and then you go up there and, you, like, and then you
0: see people who have some polished material and they're fucking doing way better than you and you're like, why the fuck am I doing
1: this?
2: Yeah, it's kind of like, you're always kind of checking yourself. Oh yeah. But it's fun to just keep going and keep doing it. So you said that one that we did in January, you were like a month in. Yeah. What, you know, what kind of got you started in wanting to do it? Well, I to make people laugh. Really was it? When I was younger, I would uh, imitate like
0: Ron White and like Larry the Cable Guy because my parents would always watch the huh. blue collar comedy tour. Hell yeah! And then you know, I want, I think the one that kind of put the nail in the coffin was when I watched Dave's. Uh, uh, was it sticks and stones special? Who Re- who? Dave Chappelle.
2: Mm, I don't even know who
0: that is. You don't know who Dave
2: Chappelle is? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> uh, oh my fucking god! No, but. That was a really good special. My dad, actually, he had a Jeff Foxworthy, like, cassette. That yeah. He would always put, play it in his truck, and it was just, like, a funny, like, you know, My I was like, oh, my dad just loves Jeff Foxworthy growing up. And then, yeah, I don't know.
0: Is that how did you, you get started?
2: I don't know. I always kind of, like, liked jokes and, like, kind of think. Like, I, had, I read a lot of, like, joke books when I was a kid, and I thought they were fun, and I didn't really think about it. And, like, I just, I like making people laugh, and it's fun. And then in college, uh, I go to Grand Valley and there's a comedy club on our campus. And I we were, like, walking around my sophomore year. They have, like, a showcase of all the clubs, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, I'll try that. And then I went to the first meeting, and the guy was like, the president was like, hey, you're going to do time. And I was like, oh, shit, tomorrow we're doing a show. And then I went up there, and I told a joke about uh, <laughs> about how Asian girls don't sneeze loudly. <laughs> and it was, like, a really bad thing. But oh, that's kind of funny though It was like so different to try to like that feeling of like going on a stage and like trying to tell jokes it was like such a different weird thing and it's really fun. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. it's like you like you're super super nervous when you get up there but like when you get when you actually like set foot on the stage and you, you get nervous but you're like, holy shit, this is going. This is what I'm doing. This, this is really going right now.
2: Yeah, and I get, like, crazy nervous, like, leading up to it. Like, right before I'm always like, fuck, this is going to be so bad. And then you go up there and you kind of start to get the feel for it. And especially when you get, like, good energy going at the beginning, then you can kind of, like, be like, okay, I'm going to keep going and this is going to go good. Right. I, f- I feel that. <clears throat> like, what was it, like?
0: This is going to sound really shitty, but when you see a comic bomb, it helps you. It helps your confidence.
2: Yeah, sometimes. Especially, like, I feel like you kind of, like, you idolize certain people. And then when you see them do not as good, you go, okay, they even have bad days. And it's okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. I think, what was it, like, Dave Chappelle? I was, like, I think I bombed. I, well, I'm bombing a lot. But I think I remember my first time. I didn't really, you know, obviously I bombed. But uh, I was, like, man, why the fuck am I doing this? And then I sir, I saw. Um, I think I something came across where Bill Burr was talking about when he first started, mm-hmm. and how he bombed for like a good year. And it's like, oh, this is normal. This is normal to feel this way. It's normal going, dude. Why the fuck am I doing this?
2: Yeah. What was your family's reaction when you started wanting to do it? They're all really cool about it. Um, well, my dad, he's kind of like, like I want to do it more seriously, and I'm like, I'm still in school, and I plan to get like a day job and kind of like maybe just do the open mic thing at night, and, like, I like that because everything is at night, right? So you right. can still have, like, a day, day-to-day day life, but I, I'd i like to try to pursue this, like, very seriously, but I don't know how they'll take it because my dad's like, yeah, it's a fun hobby, but I'm like, <laughs> dude, I want to do this, man. I want to do this. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I want to do this, Dad.
0: Someone <laughs> <gonna> support me. <laughs> Has your family gone to see you do stand-up yet, or no? Yeah,
2: they did a... Um, last summer, I did a show in, like, at the end of July, and... It was kind of nice because it was, like, a nearby town in my hometown, and then my family came, and then I have some really good family friends, and they live in that town. So then they came, and it was, like, a nice... I hadn't seen them all for a while, so it was cool to see. And, like, it was nervous. Like, it was nerve-wracking because I'm like, well, like, my parents don't hear me swear this much or, like, talk about some of these stuff, like watching porn. So that's probably (laughs) interesting for them. Yeah, like...
0: I... I was like that at first. I was like that. How many times, like, how many times have your parents seen you? Uh, they've only seen me once, but they were supposed to see me at, um, at the fun, at Dr. Grins that night, They were both, both of us did, did a set for the competition, and, uh, my mom wasn't there, and I felt, I actually felt better, because, uh-huh. like, okay, I don't have to, I don't have to hear this at the end of the night,
2: going, why'd you say this? Why'd you say it? <laughs> I feel and, like my mom would have, like, a completely different, like, my mom, she, like, will, like, share stuff my stuff that i post on like facebook and everything and that's always fun but it's like kind of funny to have like the mom that's like "Woo yeah she's like that kind of mom so my cool.
0: son is watching porn and he's talking about it and i am so proud of him
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know it's definitely i feel like a failure when i'm watching porn but i guess when i talk about it she loves
0: it <laughs> here's the thing
2: i found out about porn
0: porn is like a nice comfortable bubble, right? Yeah. It's nice and cuddly, it wants to hold you, put consoles you and everything else like that, and then right when you nut, it goes you go, what the hell's wrong with me? Yeah, you go, oh no. It's like cuz you never turn off the video when you're about to when you're about to finish cuz it's like then you hear, oh yeah, and you're like why am I watching this?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like uh it's always like that immediate regret and you're like Damn! Like you know, this girl should not be tied up. <laughs> like, why am I watching this?
0: See, the the thing is, is that people I don't understand why it's taboo to talk about porn. Everybody watches it.
2: Well, I feel like as comedians, everyone has a joke about porn because everyone watches porn. So it's like I don't know. It's people like to, like to say it's super taboo, but I feel like now it's normal. Right. Like. Ugh.
0: Like, like was I follow like before everything? I was like, I don't know why I've always been um, enthused with the porn world. Like, what's the life like? What's like of a
2: porn star? Yeah. Okay.
0: And I've always wanted to ask one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But do you know how many times I've asked a porn star that I've watched to come on my show, even through like via and Skype?
2: Really? Yeah. How many times? Zero. <laughs> why not?
0: I don't know. They're like, well. Was it? I remember you're gonna find out a lot about me. Um, I remember I did, I like OnlyFans. Like, there's one porn star I watched, she had an OnlyFans account that was like free for 30 days or something. Uh-huh. So I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna watch it. And then she said, in the message, said, Send me messages. And I'm like, Okay, why don't you call my podcast? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't pay, I don't get paid to do, like, what was it? I don't pay for, like, I was like. Was it to give it more, to give it more preference? I go, hey, you can come on the podcast. I'm not obviously we can't do it like face to face, so I'm down to do over like face like Zoom, Skype, Mm -hmm. whatever. I'm gonna be fairly professional, nothing perverted, nothing else like that. Making it clear that I'm legitly just want to ask you questions.
1: Right.
2: Well, I don't do those type of videos. What what kind of podcast or what kind of things? They just want to be in other. More sexy
0: things? Yeah, or, you know, unless it's, like, the podcast is, like, huge. They can, you know, at least make some profit. Like Oh, yeah, they want like, the money. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've met porn stars. Like, like was I went to Exotica. If you haven't gone to Exotica, you need to go. Okay, where is it? It's, like, they did, they were supposed to have it. They do it generally, like, in Chicago, like, New York, like, Miami, places like that. Right. So I, went, I drove down to Chicago with... A couple buddies of mine, because it's like, what else do you have better on a Saturday to do than watch porn? <laughs> the one and, and, you can watch porn or you can go meet the porn star who you're f- masturbating to. See,
2: I have concerns with that.
0: Okay, how do you have concerns? with I that? I feel
2: like it's like weird. I feel like if I was a porn star and like I was like walking around and I was like, damn, all these guys jerk off to me. Like that's kind of weird. Well, some people get off on that. Yeah. Oh, I guess that's true. And they're you know they're the ones with the big bucks. Mm.
0: Like I think it's like. From things that I understand, it's like that it's the need to be wanted. The yeah. need, like the thought of there's somebody who wants me in this type of way that how they don't get weirded out by it. Yeah. But. So I mean, you went
2: to Exotica and then what was that like? It's weird. It's weird. Like are people like acting? Like is there live porn going no. on? No. Oh no. Damn. Like there's. I know.
0: That's what everybody asked me that and they're like was there like porn stars like could you grab them i go no <laughs> first of all i had to pay for fucking pictures
2: oh my like God. 20
0: bucks all right 20 10 bucks like everything else like that so there was um like live like torture bondage oh, like, nice. pe- like people from the crowd like obviously they would have to sign a waiver oh right and would get like tied up and like there's like this famous dominatrix there and and like everybody's just walking by this and and, like, acting like it's normal, you see dildos that are, like,
2: this... Are d- people just walking around with, like, tents in their pants? Like, how does that work? Honestly, no, I did not get one boner from that place at all. All right. But, so did,
0: but the weird thing was, I did see a white girl, a really fat white girl, um, had a leash on a skinny black guy. Whoa. And I was like, that's kind of racist.
2: Yeah, holy shit. I mean, he was like... But what, is, if it's, like, is that something that he's into? Probably. Right. So then... That's kind of a weird thing if you were like a black guy that was like sexually attracted to racism, yeah, whoa, or being or like have that like
0: maybe I mean I don't know if I were racism. it would probably be like domination, oh like yeah, dominating me right, and uh see so yes, I mean you see like dildos that are like this like this wide right. and like, like industrial use. yeah, like looks like a tentacle, oh. so I went up to the lady that sold them, I go, honestly, how many of these do you sell? she goes, we actually run out of them a lot. <laughs> That's that's a lot. That's like that. It's like a fist for people that are watching on the film. It's like a fist.
2: Yeah. And then you wonder why you can't come. And it's probably like that kind of planned exclusivity thing. Like people are like, I got to get there early so I can get the tentacle deal. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, there was a line.
0: In surpri- <laughs> like surprisingly, like honestly, this, I shouldn't even said surprisingly. There were not that many attractive guys there, and I felt <laughs> bad for some of them. Some of the porn stars because it's like, oh, this guy's touching me. Like probably just holding down, them throwing out because this guy's touching them.
2: True, but like you know, that's that's how they make their money. These are your fans.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but still, I mean, you. Know, granted, like when you start getting popular, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have fans that are gonna weird you out. But you're being like, yeah, you're my fan. Don't touch me. I don't
2: know. You gotta love the people that love you, right? Yeah, but there's a line love the people that get off to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was always wondering
0: that, like, when, um, like, with musicians, uh-huh. like, knowing that you got, somebody was listening to your song
1: mm-hmm.
0: while they were fucking,
2: Yeah, that's gotta how be, does that feel? That's gotta be kind of a cool feeling. Well, if, like, I feel like it depends on, like, the music, like, if you make it, like, it's gonna be, like, maybe, like, a sexy R&B kind yeah, of song. Yeah, like Drake, not Drake. You're gonna cry, um, yeah. I don't like know. R&B, Chris Brown. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like Marvin Gaye. Like Marvin Indian Gaye, F. dude. People have had sex to so much Marvin Gaye music, and um, you know, I'm sure he's dead, but I'm sure he was like, "Fuck yeah!" People are fucking on my music. People probably fucked a Prince. Oh, probably, dude. I was walking down town, Grand Rapids today, and there was a uh, this like street performer, and he was playing a bunch of Prince music, and he was fucking dope. See what was it? Uh,
0: I never got into Prince,
2: even when he died. I never got into him. I'm like I really haven't listened to a lot of his music. Um, I'm, he's like the older generation, yeah. right? So I don't know. But like,
0: was I think one song I listened to? He was literally talking about a girl, young girl, fingering herself to a magazine. All right. And I was like, wow. So then I go click, because, like, obviously, like growing up, you knew about these people. You knew about Michael Jackson. You knew about Prince. Uh-huh. You knew about these people. You grant you never heard them, but you knew who they were.
1: Yeah.
0: I never Googled Prince, never wanted to. I Googled him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One thing I didn't realize how short he was.
2: Okay. How tall is he? I think he was like
0: five foot three. Okay. Let me get. Since we have. Google? Yeah. He was like five foot three, like skin and bones, probably weighed like 125 pounds, soaking wet. Damn.
2: And. You know, he just was like a freaking amazing musician, right? He's a freak. I wonder what he was like as a kid.
1: <laughs>
2: that would be
0: interesting as fuck. That would be in- just a That would. How come we haven't had a? Oh, he was five foot three. Why haven't we had a
2: Prince biopic yet? I'm sure there is. I you know, or like it's in the works because he's kind of a recently deceased artist, right? Yeah. Do you know who hasn't had one who really deserves one? Michael Jackson. Yeah, but I feel like you know he's got some history, and everyone kind of knows about that history.
0: Yeah, but it'd be good to see like behind the scenes, like, like what? Okay, what kind of music do you listen to?
2: Uh, I kind of listen to a little bit of everything. Uh, For a while, I listened to more like hip hop, rap, and like now I'm I don't know I'm listening to more like rock and like like pop and rock kind of stuff. (laughs) Right. Okay, so you've seen Straight Outta Compton, I'm assuming. I don't think I did.
0: Uh, it's a, a biopic on N.W.A. Right, I know what
2: that is. And, I'm not uh, gonna say what that is, but I know what that
0: is. <laughs> yeah, don't say it. Don't cancel yourself already. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was cool to see how it was um, behind the scenes on how that they suffered. Plus, you know, you have people. Obviously, you want to have like people that knew him and that can confirm these stories and can confirm everything before you put it out. Right. So, I mean, it was cool with the Straight Compton to see behind the scenes of how they fell out, what the problems were with Ice Cube and um, with Eazy-E and everybody else. Mm -hmm. It was just cool for me as a hip-hop fan to see that. Nice. But Michael Jackson's biopic? Oh, yeah. It's
2: going to be crazy. That's going to be fire. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's going to be... They're probably going to get a really good actor who, like, kills it, you know? It's just going to be... I don't know. Um, I think I remember seeing this. I don't know if it's considered a biopic or it's a more of a documentary. W- what is what constitutes just a biopic? Like it's like a film of, that's a biography. Yeah, that's played. That's actually played by actors. Okay, and it's like a. It's more shot as like a movie than it is like more yes. informational, right? Yes. So this might have been a little more informational, but it was like a Bob Dylan one about like how fucking crazy Bob Dylan was. <laughs> Dude, that guy was, like, a insane dude.
0: Like, what was the craziest thing he did?
2: There was, like, a thing where he just, like, had the band, like, jam out, like, this same jam, and he was just, like, full-on, like, like, singing, but it was, like, screech singing. And it was, like, he just went on for, like, ten minutes just continuing, and it's, like, well, this guy's on, like, either heavy drugs or he's just a crazy person. Which, you know, probably a little bit of both. Yeah, him. probably a little bit of both, because, like, when you have... Because, you know,
0: granted, I never listened to Bob Dylan, but I've heard the name, so obviously he's popular. Yeah. I can only imagine what his life is like uh-huh. and how sometimes you have to numb yourself to it. Yeah. And a lot of times they take a lot of drugs. And, like, Ozzy Osbourne, for example. Mm-hmm. He took a lot of drugs
2: because Ozzy Osbourne was fucking huge. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, I feel like for my generation, everybody knows Ozzy Osbourne probably a little more from, like, the... Um, that reality show that Charm. he was on. <laughs> People know him probably more from that in my generation than they do, like, his actual music. And right. They, like, I know, like, the, what is it, the Crazy Train song? I think I know that. And, you know, some, I don't know. <laughs> it's so weird. Also, he bit a bat off. He bit the bat's head off. Did he? Yeah. In a concert? mm uh-huh. Dude, they, what the hell? They had
0: uh, fake bats going down and he would like rip him off and there'd be like fake blood in it whatever yeah well somebody on um, somebody released an actual bat and i don't know how the fuck he got it but he caught it and he ripped the head off oh my god so i think and they stopped the concert immediately and took him to the hospital for
2: to make sure he didn't have rabies holy shit dude if he did like a 2020 reunion tour that would be such a bad oh thing. he's
0: oh he's oh he's back on tour he's still doing tours
2: no but i'm saying ripping a bat's head off right now Oh, you're going to get the COVID,
0: <laughs> get the COVID, you get Pina going after you, bats lives matter. And it's like,
2: yeah, I don't know. Dude, bats weird me out. One, one, of, my, one of my friends had a, she had like a, a bunch of bats living in her place and it was like, she was like so weirded out and like, they're just creepy. Like they hang upside down and look at you. And then when you see them fly, they're all like flying off on Yep. <laughs> I mean, I totally get that. Yeah.
0: Like like, yeah, there's just some animals that are just fucking weird to look at, like armadillos. Yeah. Armadillos
2: are fucking weird. The ones that, like, they kind of, like, roll around, right? And they, they, Yeah, they go into those balls, and they got that, like, shell. Have yeah. you ever touched an armadillo? No. Have you ever wanted to? No. I actually got one right here. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever actually touched
2: one? I don't think I have. <sighs> I think that was, I've, I've held, was
0: I went to Bush Gardens when I was younger, and I held an actual head of, uh, alligator. Like a... Like a baby alligator.
2: Oh,
0: nice. Like, I mean, they would... Obviously, they tape the
2: mouth up so it wouldn't, you know, bite people. Dude, they probably are so pissed when they do that. Oh, fuck yeah. They're like, get (laughs) this fucking shit off of me so I can bite this guy that's holding me. I don't want to be here at all. Exactly.
0: And plus, those things are fucking vicious. I follow a page on Instagram called Nature is Metal. (laughs) Okay. Bro! It's just a bunch of badass nature stuff? Oh, fuck yeah. I'll show you it. It's fucking... It's... Like, I saw a donkey fucking rip a. Like, what was it? Rip some animal's face off? A donkey? Yeah. Holy crap. Like, I'll actually show you. Like, with his teeth? Uh-huh. I'll show you the video. I saved it because it was so fucking
2: crazy. Okay. Let's so see. they. The donkey. Watch that. Oh
0: my god. Yeah. What do you think that other animal is? I think it might be like a pig.
2: I didn't think but those donkeys were that vicious yeah you know i feel like you don't like see donkeys in the wild like well like you know at farms and stuff but it's always like oh look at the horses the pigs and then the donkeys kind of left out so maybe he's even like feeling like he's like i probably don't get enough attention on the farm you know that maybe this will i gotta display my badassery on this animal i guess <laughs> like i like how the caption is donkey don't play that <laughs> Donkey don't play that shit. That's kind of an interesting uh, page. What else do they
0: got on there? Oh, they have other shit. I think was I, when you said a donkey, it reminded me that I think a donkey... The, the reason why you only see donkeys on like farms is because mm-hmm. you actually have to mate. Like I think it's like a horse and a steer or something like that. Uh, it's like you... A, you. A horse and a cow? Yeah, not a horse, not a horse and a cow. Let's see. I got...
2: Dude, that would be the craziest sex of all time.
0: <laughs> like, here's, like, a lemur with a fucking like, scorpion in its nice. mouth.
2: Oh, my gosh. Why did it bite? Why do you think it bit, like, the stinger first? Maybe that, like, it adds probably, flavor. Probably got... Maybe. They're probably potent to, the, to that, uh... Yeah, he's like, I like it spicy, so I ate the stinger first. Like, there's, like, a... Oh, whoa. Dude, they're, like, badass pictures, too, like... Oh, yeah. Like, you see... Like, this one's kind of fucked up. Oh, God. That's gross. Poor monkey. His arm is falling off.
0: <laughs> then here, like, they have, like... Here's a badass one of a
2: bald eagle. Eagles are so, like... It's such a majestic bird. I've only seen a bald eagle in the wild, like, once. Really? Yeah. They're endangered, right?
0: Yeah. El oh, Pasagudo
2: nations i know i was hunting for them (laughs) actually
0: was it like i think it was not bald
2: eagles but eagles recently have been like crashing into people's cars damn that would feel i would feel so like imagine crashing into like a bald eagle when you're driving like a foreign car that's gotta be wrong right or like a jeep cherokee
0: (laughs) <laughs> like, no, if you're going to do that, you have to go with, like, American muscle car,
2: strictly, like, yeah. 69
0: Camaro. You're sure. allowed
2: to kill the eagle if it's, like, a 69 <laughs> Camaro or, like, a old Mustang. Do you know how many people would want to do that?
0: Just so they can legally hunt a bird and try the meat at least once.
2: Dude, or even to have, like, imagine if you are into, like, the taxidermy and stuff, like, imagine having a bald eagle in your house. Like, a stuffed bald eagle, and it's, like, kind of got that that, oh, my that pose, God. That would look crazy. Oh, fuck. That would look intimidating. That would look dope as fuck, but that would look intimidating. Do you know, like, the history of the, the bird, the national bird or anything? No. All I know, like, I don't know how they settled on the eagle. Maybe it's probably because, like, native to here or something. Yeah. But I know, like, Ben Franklin wanted it to be the turkey. Like, he was, like, very strong for, like, the turkey should be the national bird. And everyone was like, dude, no, the bald eagle's so much more badass. The turkey's eat. delicious, so... Exactly.
0: so It depends on how it's cooked. I don't know about you, but I hate fucking dry. Yeah, dry but
2: do, like on Thanksgiving, do you like cook it right? No, I generally like to put gravy on it. Fair. <laughs> I don't know, I just love Thanksgiving. Like, that's what I'm looking forward to so much coming up. Why is that? Just because you it's, can see all your family? Or? Yeah, it's nice to see all the family, and it's like nice to just also eat a big fucking meal, and then it's like okay to just like... Chill out and basically fall, take a nap, go to bed at like six p.m. that day, and then wake up and go to Black Friday. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't really ever do that. Do you go shopping? I did it once. What do you think? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Okay. It just was. I think I bought like an Xbox. Did you wait in like a long line and like were people like camping out? No, the only long lines were like at the um, at the cash registers. It just scares me because like. You know, Black Friday, like, you go out and you're like, we gotta go fight someone for this deal. (laughs) Like, it's not that serious. Right. Then again, like, you know, but then also, like, you got the people that are, like, willing to camp out for three days just so they can get a good bargain, and it's like, Those people don't have friends. Fair. Or their friends, you know. Or they have shitty friends. Their whole, all their whole crew's there.
0: (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure if I told my friends, hey, I'm gonna go out and camp. Why the fuck are you gonna do that? Why at the Best Buy? At Best Buy, why the who the fuck's at Best Buy? Go on fucking Amazon and buy it.
2: Yeah, go camp at the Amazon and get your shit from Amazon. Exactly. Fucking idiots, man. But there's
0: some, but there's some people who want to do it because they like to get the Instagram picture. They like to know that they're gonna to get to this product first.
2: Yeah, but uh, I mean. I don't know. It's not like an attractive thing or like a cool thing to be like, you know, here I am out camping in front of a Best Buy. Well,
0: that's because you have a better self-esteem than most people.
2: Fair. I don't know.
0: The thing, like there's like, you know those type of people that are really, really, you know, they they do everything for, they have the Facebook, every meal, they have the Instagram, every meal that they do. They have the Instagram, them every time they're at the gym, everything else like that, just so they can get attention.
2: True. Yeah. Well, Some of that is weird, because, like, I try not to be on social media all that much. Like, I, you know, I definitely find myself times where I'm, like, I'm just scrolling through it, and I'm, like, wow, I've been on social media all day. But, like, I just feel like I go through my life, and I'm, like, I don't know if I have anything that's worthy to share with people. Like, I try to just share, like, cool stuff, or if I have a joke, I'll post a joke on Facebook or something, but I don't know, if I come across a cool picture. Especially because, like, it's, like, a weird exposure thing, because it's, like, if I was, if I'm friends with you on Facebook, and I follow you on twitter and instagram and snapchat and you know all these things then we eventually like if you're posting a lot on facebook if you're doubling that on the instagram like maybe the same rate right right i'm seeing like double the posts like that that's always a weird thing when you see like a bunch of people and they post one thing across a entire all their social media platform and it's like well i'm seeing this a bunch and maybe it's annoying to me but then you kind of have to realize and be like yeah they're just trying to get it out on that platform right because was
0: I think that a lot more
2: people have more of a following like on
0: Instagram and Twitter than they do like Facebook. Right. So I mean, I get, there are cert, like if you're promoting something, I can completely understand that because you're you're trying to get all this out so you can you know potentially make money on it everything else like that. But when you're a thought that has an OnlyFans account and you post the same picture on every single media, no.
2: Right. Well, you don't have to call me a thought because I have no an <laughs> OnlyFans. How much do you charge? No, I don't actually have one. I've actually never even been on the site. But someone used my email to make an account. And I got an email about it, and I was like, this is not me. So I had to send an email to, like, their support and be like, hey, don't make a fucking, don't make it OnlyFans for my email. Oh, my Without God. my permission, you know? I want that money. It was like, their name was, like, Jasmine something. And I don't know, like, it didn't really get very far, because I stopped it probably, like, two hours into, after it was created. But Yeah. Regardless, my thinking is also it might have been a like a typo. Probably. Which you know that's kind of a funny thing because it's like, oh shit! I just made an OnlyFans on someone else's email (laughs) on accident. Oh my god, that would have been. I think you probably should have gone with it.
0: Wait, somebody so like a girl actually tried to make an account, on with your email.
2: Yeah, like I got an email and I checked it and it was like, thank you for signing up for OnlyFans, Jasmine whatever, and then it was like, you know. Verify it's you clicking this thing. If this isn't you, send an email to our support. And I was like, this isn't <laughs> me. Hello, support. Yeah. I'll tell you, OnlyFans is weird. Is it? Mm-mm. It sounds like you spent a decent amount of time on there. Well, it's because I have a problem, Jack. <laughs> Do you want to talk
0: about it? your problem? I have a problem because I wasn't loved enough as a kid. I'm just kidding. But no, it's just... Like I said, it goes back into that whole porn infatuation. So I was like, oh, you know... Let me see what this is about. And, so, and I think a lot more women, are, a lot more porn stars are posting on that and doing scenes on that because they're actually getting paid for it Unlike if they do a production, like, with, like, Brazzers or bang bros, then they, you know, obviously they're getting money for it, but it's going to get torrented and put on a free site
2: in a matter of hours. True. And then, like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's obviously good to, like, for the people that are in the industry, you want the people to be making money, who deserve it, right? Right. And I'm sure a lot of those production companies, it's like, the actors, the actresses are getting good, getting money, but it might not be, like you said, like, the real dollar. like, you know, what they deserve.
0: Right, it's not like, um...
2: How much is my uh, orgasm worth?
0: How much (laughs) is my pussy worth? (laughs) But, like, was it, like, I remember I heard a, um, interview with Lisa Ann once, and she said... When, they first, when she was first starting out, they were still doing VHS tapes. Uh-huh. They would put the VHS tapes out, like they would only put like a certain number, like a certain production number, and for every time that got sold, she would get a check for it, mm-hmm. along with getting paid to do the scene. So you make a lot more money. But now, when you have people who make you know, who make shit, and everything's all digital now, and everything else like that, you know, it doesn't, it's not that I'm assuming it's not that hard to torrent. You yeah. to put a scene, or, or put like a clip on like, Pornhub or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, obviously, so now you're, in a way, you're taking money, you're taking food out their mouth. Yeah.
2: They got something else in there. Though. Yeah,
0: they have something else in their mouth. So, I think that, all, like, was it? Remember, like, when premium Snapchats were a thing? No.
2: Well, oh, it was, like, OnlyFans with, like, Snapchat. Interesting. I've noticed on Snapchat now they have, like, you can, like, subscribe to people on there. Like, yeah. And that's, like, a weird, like, I don't know just, like, looking at, like, oh, this is a person's selfie, and, like, I'll catch myself sometimes watching it, and I'm like, it's weird that, like, you could just subscribe to this person. Yeah. I did that once. I did, wait, I did that with a couple people.
0: Uh-huh. I did that with DJ Khaled. Oh, he's probably a good subscription. Oh, he's fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, granted, he's, like, post like, granted, like, he's, like, he's living his best life, he's, you know, having fun, he has a family, he's making money, you know, I can't knock him for that. But when every other post is, Hey, did you get the drag focal Chat? Oh, geez. And it's like, dude, like, like the first time, like, I think one time his wife fl- uh, freaked out and like cussed him out. While he was on... <laughs> and it was just funny to watch, but half the time it's like, I don't want to watch that. Uh-huh. Show me, you know, it, you in the studio. Show me in your freaking in your fucking Rolls Royce. Show me something where it's gonna be entertaining to me.
2: Show us you doing the, the take of the audio going,
0: we the best music! Exactly. Like, what was it, um, do you remember the Catch Me Outside girl?
2: Oh, yeah. She, she's, she's blowing up. Oh, she's a good rapper,
0: I'm not gonna lie, I listen to her music. Really? uh uh-huh. And, uh, she had a show on Snapchat. A
2: show? Yes. Like, an actual reality show on Snapchat. Dude, this is so fucking crazy. You can have a show anywhere, man. You can have a... Oh,
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, I, I think that, you know, it was, it was like, what was it? Um, uh sports family called the Ball family with like their
2: coach. like with Ball, their, uh, Lonzo Ball yeah, and them.
0: Yeah, Lonzo and Lavar, they got a show on fucking Facebook.
2: Oh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, Facebook has shows now. And, dude, Instagram, they kind of have like that Instagram TV. Yeah, There's, the TV. Yeah, and it's like, all right, everyone's doing TV now.
0: I mean, it's, it's smart for certain people,
2: but... Yeah. I mean, ultimately, it's like... You have to think, like, where are people, like, spending their time for their entertainment? Because, like, before so- smartphones, you know, everyone would be like, oh, I'll get home from work and watch a show. And now, like, it's like, oh, I can just watch that show on my phone. Yeah. And, like, you know, this phone is, like... The phone's crazy, man. How good everything is.
0: It's like, um... Like, this... Like, I feel naked if I don't have this.
2: Yeah. Or, like, if you go, like, a full day. You ever go, like, a full day and try not to check your phone? Yes. And you're like, whoa, this is weird. Oh, and then you get, like, the ghost glitches or, like, the, fan, like the phantom f- vibrations. Yes, where you're like, I'm popular. And then you look and you're like,
0: fuck. No, it's, it's just
2: fucking I'm emails. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, uh. I'm definitely addicted to my phone because I'm, you know, as you can see, I'm charging it right now. So. Yeah, but. How it's much a- I've been on it today that it required a. A backup charge in the middle of the day.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean you, yeah, but you're charging it, but at the same time, it's not like you're on the, you're not on it right now. I've had a couple podcasts where people have been on their phone, and I absolutely hated it. Like texting during yes. it. I can understand saying a text here and there, uh-huh. but like I'm having a conversation with you. Yeah. Don't text anybody because they're not important right now. I like this is gonna sound really like egotistical mm-hmm. I'm the important thing right now yeah what are you saying <laughs> fuck you <laughs> alright <laughs> see this is what I wanted I wanted to have fun
2: hell yeah dude but, coming out here I like I kind of thought you were going to be in GR so like you sent me the address and I was looking at it and I was like oh shit this is like a, kind of out of the way and mm-hmm. like the drive was super cool and like you know we're out in like kind of like the country oh yeah I used to live out here and I actually
0: used to live with them mm-hmm. and uh it's fucking, it's just, open up the window in the middle of the night, and you just hear crickets, frogs, beautiful. Occasional car going by on the freeway or on yeah. the highway. Where I lived in Grand Rapids growing up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's pretty bad when you get used to fucking police sirens.
2: Yeah, I feel that. I'm. I kind of live in like a pretty popular suburb and like my window is like right next to a busy street so like every night i would just fall asleep to like you know cars going by and like that was just that was it you know i I was thinking a lot about like how like you don't really get a sense of like full quiet when you're in the city but then like you said out here you get like a you know you can hear the animals like chirping and hanging out or whatever frogs do in the middle of the night right they're just like and you're like Okay, hey, frog, chill you, out. You get
0: a bullfrog with the, you know, the loud ribbit and everything else like that. Like, living out in the country is amazing. There are some people who like living in the city. They like the city lights. They like hearing the cars and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. That's not at all. I At one point, I wanted that, but recently, I've just been, I want to get away from the city.
2: Yeah.
0: Especially with everything going on with the police and, like, not so much anymore, but with, like, the riots and everything else that ha- like that that happened here. Uh huh. Were they like near your place? No, but it was like. I mean, yeah, because I live right near the Rivertown Mall. Okay. So they weren't near it, but like. I just. I saw that and I just, you know, then they were like talking about how they're going to go into residential areas and everything else like that. I don't understand why I fucking believed it because I knew it wasn't going to happen. Right. But I heard I saw that and I'm like, it's not worth it.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I, I haven't seen like a lot of the riots, and like, you know, obviously, like I feel like a majority of them have been peaceful. But I yeah, mean, I riot, it can't be peaceful. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, I feel like you don't hear about the most of the peaceful ones, right? Oh, the pe like the because like you know you hear about when shit goes awry, you know, and like things get get rowdy. But like, I feel like that's kind of like a natural like. You got to expect not everything is going to be peaceful. And, like, obviously it's such an emotional thing that, like, people are going to get riled up. Right. I mean, obviously, like, what,
0: like when it first started, when they had the protests and everything else, like that that was peaceful.
1: Yeah.
0: Have no problem with that. Protest all you want. The whole situation's fucked up. I personally, you know, I personally vote left on a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm kind of... A, Liberal snowflake, whatever you want to call me, right? And like when I saw a lot of these things with like with Black Lives Matter and everything else like that, I'm fully behind it. Yeah, but rioting is not the way to do it. Fair. You're not. You're you know, destroying your own community to get change is not the way to go. Half the people that had their buildings destroyed and their company in you know their businesses destroyed, they didn't deserve that.
2: Yeah it's a it's kind of a weird line because it's like you know people want there to be attention and like notice to these causes right and sometimes like it's shitty but like sometimes the way to get that attention is to like fuck shit up yeah and then like like i'm like the news they're gonna report on things that are exciting and happening right like if there's all these peaceful protests like that i guess isn't gonna get the word out as like you know especially like you heard about Minneapolis, like George Floyd, that, that shit happened, right? But then it, it got bigger and it got a, a nationwide exposure kind of because it was so crazy. Yeah. Right? And then it's like a, you know, so it's like you're kind of balancing that line of like, okay, how far is, like, this going to go to get the attention that it deserves and needs, right? Right. And, like, I think social media is also, like, a huge part of that because, like, a lot of people are sharing a lot of things now that they weren't before. And that's a great way to, like, get... um, get information out
0: there The exposure to it yeah I guess I'm glad that you said that because I never thought of it like that I never thought of it like is this the only thing we have to do to get our point across
2: right well like I feel like you know like part of it is like I kind of like relate it maybe to like anything people just like want to be entertained all the time so like if there's something exciting going on right like whether it's going to be like a riot or like something like like I don't know. People are drawn to like the exciting stuff, so then that's how information so then you have to like balance the excitement and the entertainment side of it with the the information that's getting out.
0: Yeah. But like like yeah, I get that. I mean that makes a that makes a hell of a lot more sense. And I'll, the one of the other reasons why I was like in a weird way I kinda of saw it happening was because was it? The hap, all that shit happened in what July, June? People were in their house for three months. Yeah, you like, don't have any money.
2: Yeah, and, like, you know, it's it was such a shitty... Like, I don't know about you, but, like, it was so goddamn boring being at home. And, like, yeah. you know, people, like, want to go out and do stuff. And then, like, you know, it's just, like, a natural thing. Like, people are going to get pent up. Like, everyone was at home. We all kind of had, like, cabin fever.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, like, one of the reasons how I kind of... I don't really mean justify it, but I understood it completely going... These people are broke. These people have no money. They have been out of work. Everything's shut down right now unless you're an essential worker. Yeah. And by that time, you don't want to catch this thing because you might bring it home to your parents or whatever else like that. It might kill somebody. I completely get that. So when people are pissed off and everything else like that, they're going to do, you know, their violence is going to happen no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But just until you said that, I didn't. I thought of it one way. I'm glad that you said that because it's that's the whole thing about this whole podcast that I want. I want different people's ideas and everything else like that, so that people have a broader way of thinking.
2: Right, and I think that's like, I agree with that point of view because like, you know, you should always kind of want to challenge your beliefs at some point. Like, you know, I feel like there's always times where I have an assumption about something and then I'm like, oh, it's got to go like this, and then I see it happen and I'm like, oh, I was dead wrong. Like, things like, and it's kind of like. You got to maybe get rid of your ego a little bit and be able to say, okay, I was wrong. I got to rethink how I think about things. And, like, you know, there's obviously big things that you have that thought, right? Right.
0: I, th- I, th- I think that's one of the issues with this country is that there's no... I don't want to get this political at all, but...
2: Well, it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel like that people's ego get in the way of shit, and that's why nothing can really get done.
2: Oh, absolutely, man. No one really likes to be like, hey, you're fucking wrong, and, like... It is, like, a gut check for, like, people to be, like, hey, you're fucking wrong and everything you've thought and believed in your whole life is shitty. And then you have to go, well, no, it's not, like, a, uh," you know, and, like, you're kind of quick to defend yourself, but I feel like sometimes there's a healthy level of, like, introspection and be like, why, you know, why is someone thinking this about me? Right. Like, what do I, what am I actually doing wrong? And then, like, you know, I, I always think, like, there's reasons that, like, people say things to you, right? Like, one of them is... You can think about it as, oh, what they're saying to me is saying something about them as a person, but it's also saying something about you as a person if it's like, you know, someone's like, you know, I don't know, like someone comes up to me and it's like, hey, you're ugly. You know, I'm always like, fuck, I'm ugly. He's right. Right. But then the other thing is like, that's what they're saying about me. But then thinking about what that says about them is like, all right, well, maybe they're insecure if they're just going around calling everybody ugly. Right. Like, by I everybody, I just mean
1: me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hurt people hurt people.
2: Yeah, I don't know. And
0: it, that weed was really good. Yeah, okay. It's just a character piece. We're not. We're joking. <laughs> around. We're not doing anything. <laughs> we're we're law-abiding citizens. Yeah, this water is
2: excellent. It is. Hmm. But. But I feel like um, a lot of like the whole idea of like. Uh, like insecurity and stuff. I feel like I've. Like, I'm definitely insecure about a lot of things, and, like, you know, you kind of, it makes, like, it can be a weird thing to, like, be like, oh, man, like, people are saying shit to me, like, they, they, you know. Like, growing up, like, getting bullied or something, or, like, someone, like, saying mean shit to you, it's like, damn, they're right, they're right, they're right. And you don't realize, like, oh, you know, it's probably coming from a place of, like, insecurity or something within someone else, right? Right. But. Just be nice to people. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's really funny to talk about, like, your insecurities and things you're insecure about. Because, like, especially, like, I like doing jokes about things I'm, like, insecure about because, like, it's, like, okay to talk about certain things
0: yeah. like that. that's how it, I was about to say, the reason why you're probably so comfortable is because you're a comic.
2: Yeah, I don't know, I, I have, like, a weird time because I haven't been doing that it that long. But I just, I like being able to talk about certain things. Like, in high school, I had a huge crush on this girl and, like, I'm always, like, afraid to say something to her, and it was, like, a weird thing. And, like, one day she literally just told me she thought... When she first met me, she thought I was retarded. <laughs> and, like... that's I'm sorry such, for like, laughing. That's just funny. Right. The, the word retard makes me laugh. And, like, you know, it's, like, a really hard thing to hear. Right. Yeah. But then you're, like, damn, like... Am I giving off, like, <laughs> these those vibes, I guess? I don't know. So, yeah. I've been trying to be, like, less retarding less tardy yeah you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's just i do you applaud her for telling you that like are you mad that she said that or are you kind of looking at it going in a way thank you for telling me that
2: definitely a little bit of both you know because it's like i don't know i i have a god
0: we're doing something hold on
2: I do, did it was it, there we go. plug my phone in. There we go. No, there we go. Um, but no, I I think it's like it's definitely nice of her to say and like, you know, she didn't like mean anything by it. You know, she just like said it in passing, like it didn't mean much. But then to me, I was like, whoa, <laughs> that's a different thing.
0: How recent was this?
2: Well, that was in high school. That was probably, um, I don't know, four or five years ago.
0: Do you ever look at some of the people you went to high school with and go, "Wow, you ain't
2: shit"? I think uh, I went to high school with like a lot of really cool people. Like it was kind of nice. Like we had you kind of had like there's all these different feeder elementary schools, right? And then that gets filtered down into three middle schools in my school district. So then you get closer from people from different schools. You make more friends, and then those filter into one more high school. So then like. I feel like by senior year, everyone was, like, super cool and nice with each other, and, like, obviously there were certain beefs, but, like, at the end of the day, it was, like, a nice... I went to school with some really cool people, and, like, I was kind of lucky because a lot of my friends ended up going to Grand Valley, and I've stayed close with them. So, like, this weekend when I came up and did these shows and, like, these open mics, and it was nice to, like, I hung out with them. Nice to catch up, and... Yeah, and, like, you know, they've all been pretty close, and, like, I'm back on the east side because I'm just doing... I have one more semester, and then I have... uh, I'm staying with my dad so like I'm just kind of like chilling there everything's online so it's accessible where'd you go to school at? I went to school at a school called Stony Creek High School yeah. where's that? At? it's in Rochester Michigan Rochester it's my hometown it's like an hour north of Detroit oh okay yeah super uh, a lot of white people there <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry this um, it, br- it brings up that, uh, there was one time, uh, my cousin was down in, uh, I don't know why I echoed. <laughs> but, um, he was down in, down south. Cause he was, he works construction. They were out of, they were doing like an out of town job and a person came up to him. I think I talked about this on the podcast before. So I had him on once yeah and the guy literally goes yeah if you go there there's some cool people nice people white people oh
2: Jesus <laughs> oh my
0: god the thing is, is I can't get I can I don't I, I don't agree with it right but it's the south and I have to think that that's how they're probably brought up
2: yeah a lot of them but it's so weird uh like I always think like Jesus Christ like what kind of mindset like, like you said, how they're brought up, how does that actually, like, develop and things? My thinking is just, like, it's, like, just, like, they haven't been exposed to a lot of, like, other types of people, like, especially, like, people in rural areas. Like, it's probably, I could imagine, just mostly white people, and then, like, you're not around it, and then, like, for whatever reason, people are, like, hateful toward other things that are different than them, and then it's, like, okay, chill out.
0: I think it's it also that, and also, it probably um, media probably has something bad,
2: something to do with it. Oh yeah, I feel like you know there's more money to be made trying to divide everybody than there is trying to bring everybody together.
0: Right, because like I mean, obviously you've seen kids play. Kids don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're. It doesn't matter if you're Hispanic, Black, or anything else like that. It's like, oh, you're cool. Let's let's have fun. Let's go play.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's how we should be, but we're not.
1: Yeah, I, never,
2: I didn't think about it like really. yeah, Kids like, just you, you hang out with people that are cool, right? And yeah. Then for somewhere along the right, oh, somewhere along the line, people become racist. Yeah why are you hanging out with him? He's not like you.
0: Like, I don't know why I put a Southern draw to it. Yeah. It's like, who do I got to hang out with, Pa? Exactly. And, like, you can say the same thing for people, or, or people of, uh, you know, people of color that grew up around, you know, they witnessed racism and everything else like that. You know, there's there's been a lot of times I've been, I've been, man, I thought you were racist, but you cool. <laughs> it's probably because i'm bald and i had because i literally had the worst hairline in the world
2: yeah you, that's the uh you know the prerequisite for being racist bad hairline
0: not a bad hairline but going bald <laughs> okay fair do you know how many times i've been told by uh my friends going bro when's the meeting when's the Aryan nation meeting bro? oh jesus christ <laughs> my friends are uh, there's an episode called the group chat sessions uh-huh. that's me and my friends group chat sessions of... Like, of... That's just what I call them. Okay. And it has my friends, Ozzy, who's Mexican, who's... hates Trump. He's the one that
2: bit the bat head off, right? I wish. Okay.
0: Well, his real name is Osbaldo, but it's just... Nobody can fucking say that. Osbaldo? Yeah. And he has hair? Oh, he has the best hairline in the fucking world. Osbaldo. That's how I fucking... That's why I'm like... I kind of lower (laughs) his Then, um... I have a friend of mine. His name is Cody, who's like in the um, reserves. Army. Army? Reserves. I had,
2: talking about Native
0: American. <laughs> <laughs> then I had a, another friend of mine. His name is Chris, but we call him Chrissy No Pullout because Chrissy No
2: Pullout because he has eleven thousand kids.
0: No, because the girl, his his girlfriend has her tubes tied, so he so he can shoot a load into her and not have to worry about it. Oh wow, Chrissy No Pullout. Exactly. There's also Chrissy Coronavirus. You got it. No. It's just, I, I say these shit just because, like, we obviously, um, some of us work together, uh-huh. so I just say shit just to get other people's reaction, which is another reason how I thought about being a comic, because uh-huh. if I can make somebody laugh, even though, granted, it's at one of my friends' suspense, but at the same time, I know for a fact the next day he's going to get me for something. Right. So it's just, you not saying it's right, it's just you how you are with your friends.
2: Yeah, you guys can goof around and you get each other's sense of humor, so then you can say sometimes mean things because they know it's joking. Exactly, like my friend Ozzy, who's Mexican. You know what his nickname
0: is? Ozzy the Thick Dick Spick. It's not politically correct, but it's just funny as fuck.
2: Oh, (laughs) jeez. What if one day he just was, like, fucking pissed? He's like, stop calling me that. What would you do? Call him it again, probably? Get the sand out of your vagina?
0: There it is. Just because I, I mean, like, literally, like, I'm pretty sure, like, that is, like, my best friend. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you know, I'm pretty sure you have, you're friends with somebody who you guys like the same exact shit, have the same exact reaction to everything,
2: and you just click. Yeah, and, like, you know, you just know how to have a good time around each other, and, like, even if, like, shit's going on that's bad, you know, like, in each other's lives, let's say, I don't know, someone lost a job or whatever, you can still hang out and have a good time. Oh, yeah. Because you guys have, like, for me... You know, I've been trying to make more friends, like, around GR, and, like, I definitely have through comedy and a lot of that stuff, but, like, a lot of my friends from high school, it's, like, that kind of stuff, you know, where it's just, like, we were all close growing up, so we stayed, you know, we stay together. But then, like, that's kind of, like, the, I don't know, it gets into, like, the whole idea of, like, people that, people just kind of stay with the things that they're comfortable with, and then that's maybe sometimes how racism occurs.
0: Probably. There are... F- they're afraid to go out their surroundings. So they stick around their surroundings and that makes them have the thought process that they do.
2: Right. And like, you know, if their own way is like already comfortable and nice and like, let's say like sometimes you got to get uncomfortable and kind of go experience new things and everything. And that's like really what I like with comedy is like you, it's never a comfortable thing to like, I always get crazy nervous and then it's like weird thing. You go up there, but like, you know, you're always trying to be a little bit more uncomfortable and then get comfortable being uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. That's the best advice I can give anybody with anything. Just be uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Granted, I'm not there, but I can obviously I can see that that's the
2: but you're it's all it's going to always be a process of like I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Exactly. Right? It's, it's you get the biggest ones when you fucking bomb. Oh well, yeah, cuz you're just crazy like humbled. You're like, "Oh man, I thought I was fucking good at this shit." I gotta refigure out how to do this, and it's like always kind of a weird thing when you have a set. Like I've definitely done this where I had a set that went really well, and then I tried to say it almost the exact same way the next night, and it just flat out bombs. And it's like you're kind of trying to fake it a little bit because you're like, all right, I know exactly how to do this like this, and then you go and do it, and you're like, I actually don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, and I kind of I figured out that it's like that. That's that's the thing that's weird about comedy. Is that no matter you? Know, you could have a great set, but it's just that one. You can say the same thing for three sets in a row, like three, like three different nights, but it's just that one. It just could be that room.
2: Yeah, and then like you know, but then it's kind of your job to eventually identify, like the long run. Okay, what is really good? What works majority of the time or like every time? And then that's the joke that you use, right? And then you just the more. It, that's why i feel like it's been super hard without like during coronavirus and not having any open mics to go to is like you know i'm like have all these ideas that i have written down like on my computer or on my phone or whatever and like i haven't been able to really test them and then like coming back i'm just trying to i've been trying to just focus on like the ones that i have you know like yeah the, the jokes that i know were working before and like the first time I did it after the quarantine, it was, like, I forgot all my shit. And it was, like, it went really bad because I, like, should have forgot because I hadn't told it in a while. And I have, like, a really bad memory for some
1: reason.
2: Right, <laughs> i smoking too much weed. Yeah. Uh, I feel that. I can understand that. Like, I was thinking about, like, how long I could really do, right? Because, like, they say, like, you know, a headliner is like 45 minutes or an hour you have to be up there. And I'm like, I could never do that right now. Like, I don't have more, anywhere near that amount. And I would say right now I probably have, like, stuff that I really like, probably like 10 to 12 minutes. It's not that bad, dude. But it's not that long either. Like, I want, like, I want to get better. And, like, that's what's the fun part is, like, trying to then, like, craft certain, like, I really like trying to, like, figure out how jer- w- jokes will work together.
0: Right? Yeah. Make sure that you can kind of intertwine them at the same time. Yeah, and like have like a
2: maybe a more unique overarching story that weaves it all together.
0: Oh fuck, that would be amazing! I love comics. that
2: fucking do that shit. Like I, yeah, I just try to think like I have all these jokes. What is like a setting or a place that maybe will, um, you know, get this shit like connected. That's really hard, though.
0: It is hard, but it, it's it gives, fun. It gives me anxiety just thinking about trying to trying to put all that out, all those hours in shit something that you you know the bigger picture yeah but putting like, different things in the picture while you're making the bigger picture
2: right well like ultimately like I feel like with storytelling and like you're you kind of control what people know about the scenario right so then you can play around with like what people are allowed to know in the story and then what people aren't and then like you know there's humor in that well there's way to you
0: know there's a way to say it without putting somebody else's business in there
2: right and like I always, like, you know, I hear a lot of other comics talk about, like, less is more. Like, you want to have less words in it. So, like, you know, there's so many times where I go up there and I'm like, wow, I'm over-explaining the shit out of this and no one cares. And then, like, you're like, fuck, I gotta tighten this up. And then really, like, sometimes the best thing is to just, like, say as little about it as they can because then you're letting them kind of, like, fill a certain expectation.
0: Right?
2: I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> um, how would you say like? How do you write a joke? Like, what is your what I you say th- your process? I get a thought. Okay, and what do you do with that thought? I, th- well,
0: I think about it. <laughs> oh whoa! I, it's shocker. Well, the thing is, I look at it and I go, "Okay, how can I make this funny?"
2: Okay. Is and, it always? Does it always start somewhere funny for you? Like, do you always have like a hmm? This is interesting or quirky or- Yeah,
0: I think of a line. But I'd be like, okay, how can I set it up? Mm-hmm. Because the one thing, no, there's nothing that there's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to be like a one-liner comedy, like a, lo-
2: a yeah, a one-liner comedian. I think that's I love one-liners. Really, one-liners are so fucking funny, dude. The fact that you can get like a room full of people to laugh by saying only like ten words or something—that is crazy to me. I know, but if you need to do an hour, you have to have a lot of one-liners. Exactly, right? but I think you know you don't maybe not you don't have to rely all on the one-liner. Because the one-liners definitely get old, right? Like, you can only listen to so many one-liners in a row before you're like, is there any more liners?
0: Yeah. I don't know, I just like, I feel like that would be a lot more work, and plus, you know, you can kind of tell a story, you can kind of stretch out a story a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But like you said, not over-explain it, but you can, you know, stretch something out, put a couple, you know, put a a couple funny things in there just to get, you know, to get the crowd warmed up to the the punchline. Yep. Like, I had a joke that I used to date a girl who had a child, right? Every person, every girl that I've ever dated that's ever had a child, the child loves me.
2: Okay.
0: Except for this little fuck. <laughs> okay? He literally would be a huge cock block. Every time I would come over, he would purposely um, purposely interrupt us while I was trying to get with his mom. Uh-huh. So, so how old was he? four,
2: five. So, like, every time he would, he'd look at you and be like... Like... Sorry, bro.
0: We would... Exactly. He would give me that fucking little dirty smirk. I'll begin with her and, you know, everything... Fully naked, he walks in. He's like, what the... (laughs) I never got... I wouldn't... No. Thank God. That'd be... I don't want to traumatize a kid like that. (laughs) Just lock the door. (laughs) How many times... Do you know how many times I've tried that? Have you ever been with a single mom? No. That door does not get locked. All right. Because... I need to make sure I can get to him. Which I completely get, but at the same time, it's like, I'm just trying to fuck.
2: Damn.
0: And um, so he would get to the point where every time he would cock block me. Every time, every time. Unless he was over at his dad's house. Mm-hmm. He would cock block me every time. So I would start eating his fruit snacks. <laughs> and I would throw them in his room. Like, throw the empty wrappers and everything in his room under his pillow. Dude, you were like... And so that when his mom would find it, he would get that she would get pissed and yell at him.
2: Dude, what the <laughs> hell? This is so manipulative. This poor kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a piece of shit. But she, um, me, and her eventually stopped messing around with each other, and I'm pretty. Because of
2: the fruit snacks.
0: No, she actually never found out about that. Honestly, probably found out about it afterwards. Dude, she
2: the kid definitely said something.
0: But she, she was like, yeah, yeah. She, she well, the kid, she knew the kid didn't like me, so she was like thinking he was just making shit up.
2: Why do you think the kid didn't like you because you weren't his real dad or something? Probably. Fair. I come from a... Like, m- my parents are divorced and they don't... My dad doesn't like my mom, so that's, like, a funny... <laughs> like, I, my stepdad's a super cool guy, but, like, you know, they, they don't get a, My parents don't get along, so it's kind of a funny scenario.
0: I feel that, brother. I feel that. I grew up with the same situation. Not the... It isn't like that now, but I grew up with, like,
2: the parents not getting along. And- Dude, it's funny as... H- it's, like... It's... Obviously, like, a shitty situation that, you know, they have, like, their personal business behind or whatever. But to me, it's, like, such a weird situation. Because it's, like, at one point, you guys were having sex. And <laughs> now you guys hate each other. At one point, you were married. Yeah. And loved each other.
0: But you know how that goes. <laughs> was it, it was, like, was it because my dad wasn't faithful at all? I'm open about this at all. Oh, you know. I'm to open book. Ask me anything you want. I'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. My dad.
2: How big is your wiener, by the way?
0: I'm like a good, two hands. Okay. Not big. But I can Thin. make I can make some damn no I'm thick.
2: Like a number two pencil, maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe. Okay. Okay. This is gonna sound really weird, but is there any like
2: is there like a number three and number four pencil? I think there is, but no one. You know, no one really gives them the credit that they maybe deserve because. I've I've always been curious, we could probably look it up and like, see why is it that the number two pencil, right? Because you'd think that the the number one pencil would be better, right? Right. But it's like, maybe it was like the first edition was like faulty and then they were like, alright, the remake, the sequel, (laughs) pencil number two. Exactly. It's
0: like, this one didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Two pencil is the first thing that comes to mind, but what does the two number, okay, what is a number two pencil?
2: I actually have a, like, growing up, I have a preference for those Ticonderoga pencils. Did you ever use those? Ticonderoga. They were, like, the really yellow ones, and they always had a good eraser. Yes. So, like, I fucking loved those pencils, because, like, you know, you use different pencils growing up, and then you just kind of get one that you like. So, one year for Christmas, I asked for a thing of number two pencils. Really? Yeah, dude. I bet your parents love that. Yeah, dude. It was so hard to get them all up my butt. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck.
0: Okay, here it is. When most people think of number two pencils, the first thing they think of the that comes to mind, but what does the number two on a number two pencil actually mean? Well, what do all the B's and H's and HB's being thrown around mean for that matter? Well, all it has to do with the HP Graphite Grading Scale.
2: Oh, dude, that's some nerd shit. That's nerdy, dude. I guess I am a nerd. (laughs) There's
0: nothing wrong with that. They win in.
2: I have a preference for this graphite, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I just liked how they were super smooth to write with, and then the eraser worked really well. Yeah. And I feel like now, I write with pens more now, because, you know, like, they don't give... Pencils have a certain resistance. Yeah. So then, like pens it's almost like you know you're like gliding over the paper oh yeah so um i really like those uh, pilot g2 pens oh.
1: nice.
0: can we actually use like an actual gel like the old school
2: pen yeah like it's kind of got that weird like design and yes things. yeah you actually have to dip it in the ink i've never used one but it looks classy as hell it's hard really dude i've always do you ever see those instagram accounts where it's like the people and they do like the calligraphy yes and they're like really fucking good with the pens That shit is so cool. It makes you wonder how long they had to take to get that that good. Well, like, imagine, like, they probably practiced so much. Like, they're like, I'm going to write this word, like, and they're always kind of, like, satisfying-looking words. Like, I remember I saw one that was, like, the word minimum, right? And in cursive, it was just, like, this perfect, like, you know, because it's almost all, like, these up-and-down humps. So, like, it just looks really cool. But that person probably had to write that word, like, a hundred times before they were like, this is the one put the 10,000 hours in just to write one word. <laughs> exactly.
0: I, okay, for the whole thing with the pen, with working about the number, no, yeah, about the number two pencil, we got that from pencils.com. Pencils.com.
2: Yes. Your official source for pencils
0: information. Sponsor. <laughs> I wish. Throw me some money. <laughs>
1: do you know Throw me
0: thing? some number two <laughs> pencils. Do you know what the thing was? I used to do this thing in high school. Yeah. I was a dick in high school. And, uh, I, there's a, you could do – you know how in school you couldn't go on certain websites because they were blocked?
2: Yeah, like and cool it, math games or something. Yeah.
0: And you know how like some of them, if they were bad enough, they would get an alert? Oh, I didn't
2: know about that.
0: Yes. Damn. Or Or – wait what was it? No, I think the teacher walked by. I told the kid to Google Pen Island. It told me there was a bunch of pens. There's cool pens. There's big white pens. There's big black pens. Oh, my God. There's even brown pens. Okay obviously from you you're smart you can realize what that spells out
2: penis land
0: exactly <laughs> do you know how many kids I got in trouble for googling pen island
2: dude that is so fucking funny <laughs> <laughs> they probably were like shocked yeah maybe they do you think they ever thought that you they were like does he know what a pen is <laughs> like they're like these are wieners those aren't pens Aaron. <laughs> well they were probably going you fucking asshole I remember one time, uh, in high school, in my AP government class, um, my teacher, he, like, left the room to, like, go to the bathroom or whatever, and me and some friends, like, he left his computer open, so we changed the background to, like, a image of shirtless Obama at the (laughs) beach. (laughs) And he came back and was so confused, and he was, like, an older teacher who didn't really understand technology, so he didn't know how to change it back. (laughs) Oh, that's so fucking funny. Dude, it was great. (laughs) He probably, how the fuck do I get, he probably felt like a huge. Well, and the funny thing is like, I think like the administration monitors like the teachers browsing (laughs) probably, right? Like, do you ever think about like, do you think, how many teachers do you think like watch porn on the, the school laptop or like watch, like pull something bad up?
0: on purpose or not on purpose
2: dude, like you know they got a a lot of the teachers in my high school they would have like one free hour right where they would just like they would teach five hours but then one of their hours was just like them for catching up or whatever well generally most of the
0: time it's them for catching up i hope to not i hope to god they're not watching porn well while... dude
2: if they're all caught up on their grading and everything get to work <laughs> <laughs> get to
1: <your> fucking work <laughs>
0: I uh, I can't even think. I can't believe I didn't even think. you motherfucker.
1: What?
0: I now I'm gonna think about that for the rest of the night. What? About well, teachers on the free hour, nothing to do. They're gonna jerk off.
2: Well, you're welcome.
0: Do you know what happened in my school? What do they do? Security guards are fucking the students.
2: Oh, that happened at my school too. <laughs> Your school isn't just special. That happens everywhere.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Was well, okay. Not giving you know. Not don't want to put names. But was the girl hot?
2: Oh, it was a guy security guard. That was fucking a girl. Yeah. Yeah, it was the other way around. In my school.
0: So the security guard was a woman. Yeah. Was she hot? She was a
2: woman security guard. That's your image, (laughs) right? No, she wasn't.
0: I'm think I have a really good. I have a certain mind that's probably really, really not progressive. I'm a really fucked up person and you're going to figure that – I'm pretty sure you figured that out already. I'm thinking short hair. Okay. Short hair probably has highlights, right? Yeah, maybe. Easily has – both of your ears pierced. Okay. Very, very
2: masculine. Yeah, yeah, more um, of a stockier build girl, right? Well, woman I would say because she was older. But I guess, you know, some kid got to work on this. Dude. Security guard. But, like, the high school security guards are always so weird. Because, like, some of them, I was like, if there was a real emergency, this person wouldn't... <laughs> like, I would not trust this person at all. You know? Like, it's so... It's yeah. weird to me. Same with, like, the mall security guards. Some of them, like... Oh, red right cops It's like, yeah, it's like a kid my age, and, like, he's, like, f- barely filling out the large uniform they gave him. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> Fucking it's gonna just save us if there's a, a shooter or something.
0: Walking around like a badass, but you know for a fact that you ain't gonna do shit, dude.
2: I mean, I've never really been, like... I, I wouldn't say I'd ever been threatened by, like, a security guard. It's always just like, oh, there's a security guard whatever. You know, but, like... I don't know. Like, what are they gonna do in, like, a serious emergency situation? Follow protocol. And, you know, what is that? Just tell everybody to, that there's someone and then run the cowl probably probably. like none of them they don't carry right no they can't carry
0: i would hope that a mall security guard doesn't carry a gun (laughs)
2: yeah
0: could you imagine them shooting like a shoplifter oh my god (laughs) jesus think about like just like stop right there
2: (laughs) jesus man over like an ipod and it's funny because it's like that probably has happened probably which is
0: fucked up but yeah you haven't heard about it, so it's all good. It's not in the... You yeah, know.
2: you know what? Paul Blart happened. That was a film about mall cops. I feel like that, you know, it puts mall cops in a good light, right? Yeah. Like, cops are bad, but mall cops aren't as bad. <laughs> so maybe it's not like the A cab thing. Is it? Wasn't it that was all cops are bad or all cops are bastards or something? You ever see that acronym? Yeah, I didn't really agree with it. Right, like, I don't think all of them...
1: But
0: you know, that you can look at it and go, Well, you know, there should you know, there's just some bad apples. And at the same time there shouldn't be bad apples when you're a cop. Yeah. But at the same time, like, you really shouldn't okay, imagine the amount of PTSD that a cop has. With the amount of shit they that cop like okay, a guy that's been on the force for ten years. He's yeah. probably seen some shit.
2: Also, like I would say that probably a majority of the day to day life of a cop isn't uh, like dealing with like shootout situations but like you know then like for whatever reason there's probably like a some shitty fucking thing that goes on where like you know they're like oh i have to kneel on this guy's neck and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you why would you do that right so maybe like you know i'm sure obviously like police forces are probably like looking at their protocols and going okay something's got to change here and that's where i think there should not be a lot of change right Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. But, like, even then, you get that guy, you know, like, people were saying that obviously kneeling on someone's neck isn't a protocol. No. Right, so then it's just like, how does this shitty person get through to be a cop? So maybe there's better screening or something, or... It's so... It's like... It's a very... You gotta... It's hard to pinpoint the exact thing, so we gotta kind of try different things.
0: Right. Well, I think I heard one that actually made sense, is that they could... Police should be trained like our military. Like military, they're, you know, you, you go into the worst situation just so that you, go you get trained in the worst situation so you can think logically and know what to do in that worst situation.
1: Mm-hmm. You get what I mean. Mm-hmm.
0: And that they should constantly be. You know, this is from a guy named um, Jocko Wilczek, who's like a former Navy SEAL. This is from what he said, on a Joe Rogan podcast I listened to, and it made a lot of fucking sense. He said that they should be trained. They should be better trained through uh, police boot camp, mm-hmm. like harder training, because you need to weed out the people that can't handle it, that are mentally part, because you need to be mentally strong for it to be a police officer. And, you know, when they come out to a police force, they spent, they should spend 20% of the time training, mm-hmm. training for different situations, constant psych battles, because you really shouldn't be having somebody pull somebody over who has PTSD. Yeah because you could think because you know they might think that you have a gun but you don't and they might shoot you
2: yeah that's yeah it's just like a weird plus like I don't want to ever like I don't know a lot of people that want to be cops right and then like you know you are kind of like it's, like it wouldn't be a fun job to have to be a cop no and you have to find people that really like are good and there is like some good cops so especially those mall cops right. <laughs> You know, the, also the thing that needs to happen is that a lot of cops need to be paid more. Yeah, like, that's the thing is, like, so I forget, like, there's probably some famous comedian has a joke where he's like, being a cop would be so shitty because it's like, you know, you can't be like, oh, this guy's fucking around. Let me call the cops because you're like, I am the cops. I got to deal with this. So, like. So,
0: like, Chris Rock had a great joke. He goes, like, was it they only make, like, 50000 58000 a year? You get what you pay for you get what you pay for. Right. So if you, it also, it would entice a lot more people to become a cop if you get, you know, starting out like $100,000 mm-hmm. being a cop. That would, how I would want to be a cop if I was a kid and going, shit, I can just go to boot camp for, for a couple months and then boom, start out a you know.
2: But then like, do you have people that go into it because they're like, I'm just here for the money. You know, I don't really give a shit about it. Yeah. You could have that. Right. So it's like, you know, you have to have people going into being cops for the right reasons. And then you got to figure out how do you get that? What kind of recruiting does that involve? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea if these solutions are good ones, but, you know, I'm just trying to think of ways to fix the system. And I don't know because I, I'm studying math. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask, what are you majoring in? So I and my major is statistics and then my, I have a minor in data science and mathematics. Are you trying to get a job
0: out in San Fran, out in like San Francisco?
2: That'd, that'd be cool. I don't know. I'm kind of open to anything. I just kind of liked. I've always liked math and like doing math, but I didn't like like engineering stuff. So I was like, I'll just do stats because that's kind of more applicable. You're
0: like a job at Google. You have like you have a ball pit at Google.
2: Yeah, and they probably give me one of those cool pens for exactly. it. Exactly.
0: You get one of those desks that you can make into so you can
2: stand. What do you think about those?
0: I don't mind them. Honestly.
2: I like I like sometimes standing when I'm working.
0: Yeah, cause like when you're sitting, you know, you know, it's not like you have like the ch- like those chairs that are designed, you know, to keep you good posture. Mm-hmm. You know, half the time you're slouching and you're like this. And yeah, you
2: know what? I'm just gonna just stand right now. How's that? Well, you're out of the shot. Okay. <laughs> God, I'm just trying to you know work on my ergonomics and everything. Fuck.
0: I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying you keep to. you breaking
2: that microphone. Oh, it's a little mic stand. <sighs> these are cool though I like how they clip to the desk like that thank you i to get better ones you will eventually if you wanna fuck you pay me dude you'll get there I feel I'm, like the more like with anything I feel like you just kind of have to be like I'm just gonna stick at this and keep doing it and eventually it'll work out and if not you're crazy yeah um I've, like what was it I have a friend of mine
0: who does podcasting and him and, and his friend, they do a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu podcast.
1: Oh
2: wow!
0: And they 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 started about like a couple of years ago, and now they actually have like hundred thousand subscribers and everything else like that. I mean, they are you know, and that's the one thing. That's the thing that they told me. They go, dude, you're gonna get nothing, your first your first episodes. That first year, you're not gonna get anything. And obviously, I don't. I make jokes about that. I want you know?
2: Every, yeah, I mean, you want to be able to make money doing this, and but, you'll get there, right? Exactly.
0: It's like it's just i got to be patient with it. i got to have time. Patience. And I, I want to use these episodes to get all the wild shit that I like to say out of the way so that when I get time to do, you know, where it's actually, like, where I'm actually profiting off of it doing it,
2: I don't say the wild, crazy shit anymore. Right. So are you, like, priming me for the N-word or something? No. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> so how do you feel... No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's like... I think that's the one thing that a lot of people like in our generation don't get is that you're not going to go from this to this. And if you go from this to this, it's not gonna
2: last that long. Yeah. You know, you gotta have the foundation of like knowing what it's like to not be like successful at something. And then like you know, like build from that. Yeah. Because then you know at least what the starting point is. Like, and, like the you know, especially like you know, maybe the starting point isn't desirable. Like you probably don't want to be just set up in this garage all the time and like doing this kind of thing, right? But eventually you'll get away from it, and then you'll be like, "I don't want to go back to this." No, you know, like this, but it's fun to be in this moment, right? So let's love it, baby. Exactly.
0: That's how. Like honestly, like you know, I knew like you know, you were just having fun with it, mm-hmm. but. Like that's one of the things I kind of look for with you know with starting out with comedy. obviously, obviously getting on stage and making people laugh, but uh-huh. it's that companionship. It's just you know, you know we can put you know like we do one night where me, you, and a handful of other people are there, and we're just fucking making each other laugh. Yeah, and
2: just, we're also making a bunch of other random people laugh.
0: Exactly, and you know you like just like that camaraderie and everything else like that. That's what's one of the things that's enticing to me about stand up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that you might not have nothing in common with one person. But you guys just stand up, and you guys have one thing in common, and that one thing in common can blossom into a great friendship. Yeah. That's the only, like, that and making people laugh are the two things that I look forward
2: to. Yeah, I mean, I just love the idea of, like, trying to, like, have an idea and be like, oh, this is funny. This is going to be funny. And then writing about it and expanding on it and turning it into something that is truly funny or it's not good, and then you learn, it helps you learn what is funny. Right, right. And also, with people, like, having comedians as
0: friends, you can bounce the idea off of them. Yeah. Like, how would you deliver this?
2: Yeah. Or, like, what do you think about this? Is this, like, a funny situation or something like that? And then you get, you know, you get a good... That's where I like posting on Facebook because, like, I'm friends with a lot of comedians on Facebook. And I primarily use Facebook for, like, comedy stuff. Like, whether it's, like, messaging a page and being like, can I get this? Can I get this? So it's nice to, like, post a joke on Facebook because then you get some of the feedback from the comedians. And then you go, okay... Maybe this is something, and you go up and tell it, and ninety percent of the time it doesn't work, and then ten percent of the time you get something, and then you go, okay, I got something here. But like, I feel like for every good joke, there's like way more bad. Jokes. Oh hell
0: yeah! It's just like also like you know you just have to learn you have to cut the fat off. Like with meat, you have to cut that fat off. You have to cut it so where it's nice and perfect. Mm-hmm. And you'll know know when it's nice and perfect when you. I'm assuming when you when you look at this. The bit, you know, I can't add anything to this or I can't take anything less from it. So it's like, and it kills every fucking time. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like you would have, you know that, okay, that's,
2: that's perfected. That's done. But it's also maybe not perfected, right? There's always, I feel like there's always like that, uh, I don't know, you're not con- content with what it is. Like you eventually just like get to the point where you're going, okay, it's good enough. Right, but it's not like it's not perfect and it's probably never going to be perfect, but you kind of just get to that point where it's like it's good enough. And like my brother makes music and he, like, we kind of talk about that a lot because he's like, you know, I'll make this song and it's like finally getting to a point where I'm like, God, like, what else do I need to add? What else do I need to add? But he's like, you know, you kind of just have to get to that mindset of like getting to a point where you're like, okay, this is good enough to be a product.
0: Yeah, I, I feel that with a lot with when we were talking about, um, we are talking about like the mixing board and everything else like that there would be I know what you mean there's like things that they would be like I don't know what to add I don't know what to add you know it's like there's nothing you can add to it it's just you're gonna have to put it out yeah but then there's sometimes the pe- people put out product that is absolute dog shit uh-huh. that they spent 10 like with like I know a lot of rappers there are some rappers that, take, that go, yeah I, I you know, I went in the booth and I spit just for 10 minutes and, you know, we made the song about 10 minutes. It's like, yeah, I can tell you you made the song in 10 minutes.
1: <laughs>
2: That's kind of funny. But, yeah, but then, like, you know, eventually I feel like the more you do it, the more your filter of going, okay, this is good enough to put out, it becomes better, right? Yes. And, like, you're always going to look back, like, you know, like there's definitely jokes that I'm super confident now, but I feel like if I keep doing comedy, I'm going to look back on these jokes and go, wow, I thought those were really good.
0: I mean, that's just an evolution as a person.
2: Right. And, like, you know, you always kind of look back at yourself and go, Jesus Christ, look who I thought I was. Exactly. (laughs) I was just about to say that. You look, you know, you ever, how old are
0: you? 21. If you looked at yourself
2: at 18. Oh, yeah. I I looked back and I'm like, wow, what the hell? Exactly. Who's that retard? Exactly. (laughs) That girl was right.
0: That girl was right. I'm a fucking retard. But, like, literally, like, you look at shit that you thought was cool back in the day,
2: and you're like, dude, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, and but then, like, you kind of, you know, you always have to look back at, like, your, what your mindset is, I guess, at the time, and be like, I guess, you know, this made sense to me at the time, but now I know way more.
0: Right. Like, it's just, what was it, I think your mindset changes, a lot of people's mindset changes, like, every four years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you say, if you have the same mindset that you had from, like, at 21
2: to... 25 or 24. Yeah, every, like, four years. So I feel like this cycle, I'm probably liberal. Next cycle, I might be a little bit more conservative. We're just going to flip flop every four it's go years. full Trump 2020 all the fucking way. jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. And, it's just a funny, uh... But I know, I know, I totally know what you mean about that, where, like, your your mindset's always shifting, right? I feel- like, what do you think about even looking back at yourself? How old are you? 24. 24 so then you look back 4 years right or look back 3 years where were you at i guess mentally and wise like at my age when you were 21
0: i was very insecure i was very insecure with myself same <laughs> that's
2: a weird thing right yeah
0: and you know grant comedy you know it helps you get comfortable with yourself and it gets how you know you get comfortable with you know who you are as a person you start figuring yourself out but yeah, when you look back at like when I look back at myself at twenty, twenty one, I want to just fucking punch myself. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. Like, granted, some of the shit's still funny to me, but
2: it's like that's not. You know, it's like. Yeah, it, but then like you're just like okay, I'll I'll get an idea of, you know. And, like, you grew. Like, you can look back at that guy and go, wow, I was way more insecure, but now I'm not, right? Right. But you're still probably kind of insecure, especially about that hair, you know? Oh, yes. yeah. I'm fucking, I love having a bald head, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> I shave it every four days. Nice. And I fucking love it.
2: Hell, yeah. And I still get bitches for some odd reason. Yeah, my hair's going to start going, I think, because my dad is pretty bald. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, I got his genetics, right? He's half of me. Eh.
0: Do I have you noticed anything or is
2: it I don't know I mean it's I'm only 21 but I feel like in the next five years if I start to notice something I might just you might want to get on something called Master ride, I which, don't want to do, I, dude I don't even
0: care I'm just going to lose it just don't be one of those people that hold on to it like when it's really thin you can see right through it oh that's me that's me <laughs> you ever just see somebody like I'm going to take the headphones off they're like all thick right here
2: yeah but then it's like right here is just spotty. Yeah, you know who you're talking about? My dad. <laughs> so if you could not, thanks.
0: <laughs> but like just – just you want to look at them and go just fucking shave it. Just yeah. shave it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a lot better. I don't have to worry about bed hair. I don't have to worry about nothing. And plus it keeps me cool because I do – I work out
2: a lot and I do jiu-jitsu. J- nice. Do you so, do a lot of like the – like, do you... What is it called when you, like, actually fight someone? Or do you do more of, like, the personal... Personal. Because, like, Cause I got, um, I'm not trying to make this about me, but... Um, well, it is. <laughs> it's your podcast. You can make it about... I me. know, but I
0: just, like, I don't want it to be, like, oh, I'm talking about me. and talk talking about me. Like, I don't... Like, I don't want to get the perception that I don't give a too pinch of the shit about that you're here. But... Well, I feel like you do because I am here. True. But I got into an altercation with somebody at a bar back...
2: <sighs> back in January okay was Man. this that you were that guy fighting that guy after the comedy show right no
0: <laughs> I don't want to get the fuck away from that cause the, the thing is is that
2: oh yeah it's a rabbit hole yeah yeah don't worry about it so now you do jujitsu right
0: yeah because did I, you get your
2: ass kicked is that what happened and you no to I got it? into
0: I got into an altercation and I realized that wow well, I don't know how to defend myself Like, I
2: bet in fights oh dude that. I have often thought like if I was walking out of a bar and someone was like hey what's up pussy or something like and was like I would be like oh god he's right I am like I'm not gonna try to fight this guy cause that guy would literally kick my butt like I definitely am easily beatable
0: yeah but you seem like you're fast though you can just run away from the situation that's what I would likely do <laughs> I would literally be like fuck them there's nothing wrong with that cause you don't wanna make yourself look like you don't wanna be a meme next the next day
2: yeah, I guess. Like, I just don't want to get my ass kicked. I don't care about being the meme. I don't want to be, like, fucking hurt. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's shade. That I went right there. Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing. Yeah, no, you're fine. You know, don't worry about you getting hurt. You know, you just don't want to be embarrassed.
2: Yeah. But that's, you know, the your ego is hurt, right? And also, that you know, comedy
0: kind of helped out a lot with that. I don't know about you. But it helped out with the ego. Puts the ego in
2: check. Oh, dude, yeah, especially when you bomb, because you're like, oh, man, I'm bad at this. But then when you do good, you might, you know, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm I'm fucking good. But then you're always riding that wave, I guess. Yeah. But I feel like eventually you'll level out and you'll get to know. Because, like, it's very much like buying it. It's like very direct feedback, right? You tell a joke and it either gets laughs or it doesn't. And then you know if it's good or bad, and then that you just you're able to learn relatively quickly what works and what doesn't work. Right. You hope to God that you just don't start panicking. Oh, dude, it's all a panic, <laughs> especially when someone like heckles you. I'm like, oh god, no. i never had a heckler yet. I don't even know what to do in the situation. I'm in like, envious of people that can just like, turn around and shut down hecklers and like are good at crowd work. Cause I just I focus so much on like what I'm trying to write that I'm like, fuck like, hopefully no one says anything to me. <laughs> Do you know who's the best at it from things I've seen?
0: Who? Garrett.
1: Yeah, Garrett is. Garrett really is
0: amazing at crowd work and amazing at hecklers. That's the one. I have to give him props for that. He knows how to. Well, How long is Garrett? That's the one thing I never asked him. I don't remember if he's I asked been,
2: him. I feel like he's been doing it for, like, over 10 years, maybe, like, 15 years or something. Like he's been doing it for a very long time. And, like, he's good. Like, you know. I just am so jealous of that, I and mean, like same with like Mike Logan. He's yeah, he's really good. Like not like jealous that you wish bad, but it's like jealous because it's, like oh, I wish I was that good. Well, like it's like jealous because it's like, I like, I want to be able to be that comfortable that I just will like, you know, know what to say and not be like stuck in my head trying to be like okay, I gotta force this joke. Yeah. And hopefully one day I'll get there. You will. Thanks. So. Eventually, every you know it just. It means so much. Aw, uh, thank you.
0: No problem, babe. But, um, uh, just, yeah, like, seeing him do that, and then seeing, obviously, like, other comics that have been doing it for so long.
1: hmm
0: Like, you get, like, I wouldn't say jealous, but you kind of, like, you get jealous, but at the same time, like, you get probably motivated. Oh, yeah. You I- motivate the piss out of, you know, when you see fucking, the you know, even when Garrett put out the, uh,
2: oh, fuck. Sorry, Garrett, Them forgetting this oh his most recent yes with like all the social distance stuff when they open back up yes yeah, that was, i thought that was funny and it was like interesting to see because i think a lot of it was like he wanted to show off what it's like to try to do stand-up right now right yeah so like it was kind of interesting to see like he, he kills and he does well but then it was like a difficult thing in these shows that are only like certain capacity yeah so but like You know, he still has definitely really good written stuff. And, like, all of his coronavirus stuff was funny. Oh, yeah. Like, he, just seeing his, seeing his clips, he's a monster. Yeah, he's really funny. And, uh. There's a reason that he's, like, the MC of Dr. Grins.
0: It's, like, it's just, like, seeing, like, what we were going, like, when we were, like, the companionship. I would love to be able to, I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure if I ask him something he's going to ask. Like, if I asked him about a joke, I'm pretty sure he would give me, you know, productive criticism feedback. Yeah. But I just don't want to, like, you know, we've only had maybe a handful of conversations. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to
2: be weird about it. Oh, dude, I feel that exact way because it's, like, there's definitely people that are the established people in, like, a certain area or a city, right? And then, like, those are the ones you look up to. And then, like, you're always kind of, like, you know, trying to make the people you look up to laugh and, like you know, recognize you, you, whatever skill that you bring. And then, like, I just really like, you know, that feeling. Because, like, you know, it's always, like, you're looking up to someone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're striving to be, you're striving to get to that level.
2: Right. And then, you know, hopefully, your, you know, your progression will get there. But it's, like, it's definitely weird to, like, try to think about your progression. Because it's, like, I've only been doing it for a year and a half and, like, I've definitely noticed my writing has gotten better, right? But it's hard to, like, pinpoint maybe if there's, like, a time where, you know, I'm, like, feeling... But, it, you know, I'm sure you feel the same way where it's, like, you try to write as much as possible, but it's not good all the time. Yeah. Like, I just constantly am writing really bad stuff, and then trying it, and then it goes bad, and then that's that. And then every, maybe every once in a while I get a good one. Yeah, and, like,
0: those good ones stick, and, you know, you read when, you know, even if they get a little laugh, you kind of look at it and go, you know, that there's something there. Right. There's something there. It's not, I don't know quite what it is, but there's something there.
2: And, and it's funny when you get, like, an unexpected laugh at something, because you're, like, they're laughing at this. Yeah, I think I said, man, Cottonmouth's a bitch.
1: Because
2: <laughs> I went up, because
0: FY, this is going to be everybody, I go up Stone every time. Why, dude? I can't do that. That's the only way it
2: relaxes me, honestly. I am, like... Freaking out in my head the whole time every time I do that. I guess I'm just a weird animal. everyone is like if it works, got their own
0: process, right? So exactly. It's working, hell yeah. Like I, like I've gone, I, I've told people that, and they go, "What? Yeah, like when we did Doctor Grins? Oh, I was annihilated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though I did." And, you know, granted, that was one of my better sets, one of the best sets I've done. It still wasn't the greatest. Well, you also went first, right? Went second.
2: Right, and that's tough. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I feel like the middle.
2: Was it because you went... I went, like, near the end. I went, like, second second to last. last. And also, you killed. Thanks. Yeah, I I thought that was, that was, like, the first, like, big show I've ever done. And it was, like, definitely nerve-wracking.
0: Who was the guy that was sitting next to us? Because me and you were sitting at the same table.
2: Oh, God, I don't even remember,
0: man. I knew that you guys were like friends, or you guys... That was like years ago. No, it was fucking... It feels like it. I know. It's like, man, I haven't done stand-up in in fucking January. Because I took a a little bit of time off just to get all this Mm -hmm. started. And then, like, you know, now we said at the beginning, I was going to start, you know, bam, 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 bam. But, like, just knowing the fact is that... At one point like you you didn't do when was the first time after Corona like during the pandemic or after the pandemic when you did open mics?
2: Uh, I did a open mic at in East Lansing at the Salsa Parlor, which is like a uh, this house show and they, they were they normally do a show at like an open mic at Crunchy's Bar in East Lansing and they you know, because everything was shut down, all the bars and everything, they were like, let's do a show in our garage. So they kind of had it set up cool where you're basically standing, like, right at the front of a garage, kind of, like, right here, and then you were just going out into the driveway, you know, and, like, (laughs) that was kind of a cool... It was cool, but it was weird because it's, like, everyone's outside and they're far away from you, so, like, you're not getting, like, Like the same, like, reaction laugh that you would feel normally. Like, it was, like, definitely delayed and it felt distant. Socially distant laughter. Socially distant <laughs> laughter.
0: But when was that? Like when did you do oh, your first? June, season? June, in the middle of June, probably. So you haven't been doing com. So it was like about three months.
2: Yeah, I did that, and then Carl had that house show uh, last month. I did that. He's actually doing that again tonight. So, whenever this
0: airs, uh, go see it. No. Oh, okay. uh, he's gonna. I'm gonna
2: get him some good plugs. Dude, he he is so like he's hustling, dude. He does so much, and like he's fucking funny.
0: Oh, was it? I saw I saw you on his show that he does, like the bartending show. Yeah. The gr- I'm gonna tell him this when he's on. The great that's a such a great fucking idea to do that over Instagram. That's such an original
2: idea. Yeah, and it's fun. Like it, it was cool, and like you know, you can get fun with it, and like just showcase. Like it's a good way to help showcase other comedians and just like have fun with it. Right. It's just... <sighs> honestly. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of, like, certain ideas like that because I have a really hard time, like, trying to market, you know, like, it's weird to be, like, I always have, like, you were talking about how, like, when you're promoting something, it's, like, you're putting it out on every platform, and I always kind of feel like my friends and, like, the people that do follow me, they're, they would just be, like, annoyed if I was putting that shit out. Like, they'd be like, Jesus Christ.
0: Well, with if they really support you, they, they will understand that.
2: Right, yeah, and you know, my mom, she'll, she'll obviously repost it. Exactly.
0: You gotta get your repost everywhere, no matter if it's your mom, no matter if it's your <laughs> cousin, no matter if it's anything.
2: Right. Nothing like having all my mom's girlfriends show up at a show.
0: Hey, you gotta start with a fan base somewhere. You might get into middle aged women.
2: Hell yeah. Not, say, not saying anything bad,
0: but there's probably a market for it.
2: Mm. I'm the guy, I guess. That would be so weird. It, it, me and my brother were talking about that, how it's like, you can put something out there and you have no idea what audience is going to resonate with Yeah. Like, you maybe have a general idea, right? But, like, we were talking about, because he's making music, and I was like, what if you just made a song and then it became, like, the official, like, Trump 2020 campaign (laughs) song? And he would be like, God damn it. Like, that would be the worst thing ever. But, like, that would just be so funny if he was like, you know, because he's not really for that. (laughs) For Donald Trump. I don't think a lot of people are.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Half the country... Maybe is, or you know, it's probably, uh, I don't know, the election results. But then that's always skewed because no one goes to the polls. So go vote. Are you voting? I'm gonna. I already got my mail. uh, I don't know if it's been mailed to me, but I I have like the The mail-in ballot. Yep, and then I'm also, um, I got an email today because I'm probably gonna be a poll worker, you know, for the you know like them. (laughs) Uh, like I'm gonna be a pull. I'm gonna try to be a pull worker to like help with that because like I obviously think that's super important, especially because there's a lot of like with the mail and stuff. I think a lot of people have concerns about. Like, yeah. Uh, but if I can like be a part of that and at least say okay, I did my part to like make sure that this shit wasn't fully corrupt, right? So, right. You know, if I have to give out a password to Russia, maybe I will.
0: <laughs> Isn't that how we got into the situation in the first place? Yeah, and they rigged the election so he would win. Four more years, yes. four more. Four years. I was I used to say, you know, Trump twenty twenty, you know, just joking, just joking. I do not like the man at all, but I realize I can't say that anymore because a lot of people get pissed off. Yeah,
2: really? They get mad when you say that.
0: My family doesn't because the majority of, majority. This is gonna be shocking, but majority of my family is Trump supporters. I'm the one person who's the liberal. I would say. Oh God. You know, I. You just get to a point where you have to understand that everybody has their own opinion.
2: Mm hmm. And. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I have a. You know, there's definitely members of my family that are, like, more conservative and, like, you know, they're vocal about it on their social medias.
0: Right. You just want to look at some of those people and go, nobody cares. Dude.
2: Yeah. It's like, you know, you can post all this. And a lot of it's, like, such hateful stuff. And it's like, why? How could you be posting such hateful things and having all this. Hate. I hate hate, you know. But I just I just don't understand it. Well, you know, I feel like I've lived a relatively like lucky life and have fortunate things so I don't have like a lot of like hate toward things, but like I'm I can definitely see how like certain experiences and things builds resentment and then there's like, you know, but I'm you know, I'm privileged, I'm white.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna get shot by the police. I just went there. <laughs> But it, I get what you mean. I definitely I definitely get what you mean. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. That, you know, you just, you know, you didn't grow up, like, obviously your parents didn't teach
2: you how to hate. Didn't teach you that. Right. Just
0: because somebody's black doesn't mean that they're bad.
2: Yeah. Or, you know, like, you know, it's always like a question of character. And, like, I grew up around a lot of, like, you know, I the area I grew up in was primarily white, but I had, like, a lot of, like, diverse friends, and they're all cool, and, like, you know, I didn't have any bad experiences. Right. But, you know, in those areas where... People don't have an experience, uh, like we were saying, in like those some of those rural areas where there's just not as much diversity. Then it's just like for whatever reason they're fed by the media to hate and like you know. But yeah, we're we're back on this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, just with the times. But the thing is, we're not saying that you know. Not bashing nobody who's you know obviously if you're spreading hate we don't like that. But everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I'm not voting for Trump in November. Neither am I. Honestly, I'm just going to go out and fly out and say this. I'm not voting for Biden. I mean, I am going to vote Democrat, mm-hmm. but I'm voting for Kamala Harris. All right. I don't like Joe Biden. He scares me.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely super old. It's just, like, weird because we have such oldies as our possible presidents.
0: You know, was it, I saw something that made so much sense. It goes, when you realize that the average, the average age in the House of Representatives and the Senate and everything is, like... Seventy something,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but the average age in America is like thirty seven. That's
2: yeah, and it's like okay, we all kind of were like okay, we'll just let these old people handle it, and then the old people are just so out of touch with how things are because for whatever reason. But then you know you have like these, I guess younger people coming through like AOC and like, you know. My dad hates her so much. Why? I don't know why. I mean, she, like, well, I, I, I can probably tell you why if he's a conservative guy. She's just super vocal, right? And, like, yeah. you know, you have to be.
0: I think it was, like, the Green Deal that she wants that he doesn't understand. Is that the
2: marijuana one or something?
0: No, it's, like, greenhouse gases and, like, getting rid of, like, oh, okay. I, I honestly. He
2: loves the carbon in the atmosphere. Oh,
0: I'm fuck sure. yeah. Let will see. yeah <laughs> Yeah. Green New Deal.
2: I just like her because she's hot.
0: Fuck yeah, she can get it. <laughs> The Green Deal is proposed package by the U.S.-United States legislation that admits address to climate change and the economic equality. Sorry, I had a burp. The name refers back to the New Deal as a set of social economics reform, reforms and public works projected. Yeah, Sorry, I'm really butchering, butchering this right now. <laughs> a set uh, of social and economic reforms and public works projects undertaken by president franklin d roosevelt in response to the great depression mm-hmm. i thought it was because she was trying to do things with climate change
2: yeah i mean I, I don't i am definitely not as like knowledgeable on the stuff like the political stuff as i should be so like when it comes to my vote like i want to I'm definitely going to put in a little bit more research into, like, what candidates I really want, but, like, right. you know, like you said, it's, like, obviously Joe Biden isn't, like, the ideal choice. No. But, I'm gonna, you know, you got to research. I think that's part of it is, like, you're only fed so much information that's given to you, and then, like, you're, it's up to you to do the research to make the, to be informed as an American. Right. And, like, you know, a lot of people just don't have time for it, so maybe there needs to be a better platform to get real, knowledgeable information out there. And that's where, like, you know, Joe Rogan's podcast has gotten so big, because it's, like, people go to that, and, well, that's a platform that,
0: because it's on the internet. Yeah, and also, like, I think the one of the biggest problems is because everything is one-sided, like, Fox News is Republican, CNN and ABC and MSNBC is Democrat. Right. So there's really not a news source that is going to tell it strictly right down the middle. Because
2: if, really, like, you know, there really isn't money to be made there.
0: No. And Even though the
2: majority of people are in the middle.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. Like, there's... Like, literally, if anybody says that they're, they're leftists, automatic left, or completely Democrat, like they're registered with the Democrat Party, I don't want to talk to you.
2: Well, it's all, don't you have to register for the party to participate in the primary? I believe so. So then that's like a weird thing because then like you probably have more of these people that aren't fully ready to commit to a certain party, right? Or register with a certain party that aren't voting in the primary. No. Like the two election system, man. No. Or the two party system. It's not...
0: There needs to be somebody like The Rock who comes out... (laughs) (laughs) He comes out and he makes a brand new... brand new branch or brand new...
2: I don't know if he can run because he wasn't born in America. I think he was born in, like, American Samoa. Someone told me that, and that's probably fake news. I'm perpetuating fake news. I think, I think he was born in Florida. Oh, yeah, he was born in Miami. Okay, never
0: mind. Sorry, Rock, sorry. Hey, he is Samoan, so. Fair. He's Samoan and black. Oh, he, he. Yeah, he. Yeah, he was born in Miami. He was born in Hayward, Canada, but grew up in.
2: Yeah, in, so maybe that's why he can't he couldn't be a president or something. Because isn't there rules about, like, you have to be born here? And those rules are kind of bullshit.
0: Wait, no, no wait no, I can't. I'm in California. Sorry.
2: I'm, oh. just, I'm fucking stupid.
0: <laughs> I'm fucking... I saw C-A. CA. I've been watching a lot of the show called Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah, I like that show. Fucking it. it. Whenever I see CA, I think of Canada now. All right. But...
2: Yeah, California. So that he could run.
0: Yeah.
2: And he's likable enough that, you know, maybe I'd vote for him. And then he'd be like, you're welcome
0: Finally, <laughs> if he just does that at the presidential speech,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. as he's
0: accepting at the inauguration.
2: Yeah. So do you know what is your main exposure to The Rock, as far as entertainment wise?
0: I was a huge wrestling fan growing up.
2: Right. So you know that side of The Rock, and I know the movie star, The Rock. Yes. That was in movies like classic movies such as The Game Plan or Moana. You know. So like, Glad that you said that right. What The Game Plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh,
0: but what was it growing up I was a huge fan and I actually met him oh really I you could,
2: you, were you able to like smell what the rock was cooking I wish Damn.
0: I wish but I was like five or six mm-hmm. and my mom left work early to go take me to Van Andel to go back like go in the back because sometimes wrestlers would show up from the hotel and you know you could get autographs and everything else like that well the rock came out and I saw him I saw him coming out and I was like right at the fence like I want to get the rocks <laughs> and kids some bigger kids pushed me out of the way and I was bawling bawling my eyes out mm-hmm. my mom grabs me pushes me through and he sees me bawling he picks me up and goes man kid don't cry he sets me up like this how old you? like five five or six dude I would
2: have been dead if you were like sixteen <laughs>
0: oh fuck (laughs) could you imagine oh he wasn't able to meet you (laughs) rock yeah you're full on bawling your eyes out as a teenager (laughs) but since that I can never think of him bad because he didn't have to you know granted if you don't pick up a crying kid you're a dick Mm
1: -hmm. but at
0: the same time he you know he picked me up and he goes kid don't cry don't cry he autographs my little jersey I had on and it's just and just from every person I've had other friends meet him and said that he was the nicest fucking
2: guy yeah and you know let's see if if he runs he's gotta have good policy too right and plus it'd be nice to see a president that has that much muscles yeah it's imposing he's an imposing figure he's the alpha I never think of like I don't look at Donald Trump and I'm like that's an alpha male. no just I like you know he's kind of a shady businessman. man but I will say this he's fucking funny if
0: you look at it from a third person's perspective on the shit that he says,
2: yeah, I mean, he some is, of the shit is funny. He definitely says funny stuff, but it's like, I don't want to really like a comedian president. No, like you got to take that shit seriously. Exactly. Like, I don't know. We'll see who I vote for. It's not going to be Trump, and it most likely is going to be Biden. But I want to just like do the research because like really, this is like the first election that I am meaningfully voting in, like the Trump one, I didn't register in time because I, oh. I just turned 18. I didn't register in time, and like, truthfully, I didn't care that much, you know? I feel like it's weird to, like, be able to vote at 18. you yeah, actually you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, but it is what it is. I was just focused on school. But now, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to put it together. I'll tell you right now,
0: for all the people that voted in 2016... We don't feel good with either decision we made. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like you look at Trump and you're like, he's an asshole, I don't want
2: him. And you look at Hillary and she just looks like a shady person. Yeah, and that's, this is probably the same thing around. Like, I know a lot of people that are like, look, Biden is not the ideal candidate, but a vote for him is a vote for not Donald Trump. Right. So it's like, but, you know, we probably shouldn't be we should figure out a situation where we're not always voting for the lesser of two evils or, like, you know, the lesser of two things that aren't desirable. Right. I don't know. Well, like, like, voting is the process and it's not cool to vote. Like, everyone, like... I don't know. Everyone who says that is a fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah, like, you (laughs) know, like... But we have to make it cooler, right? So, like, people... I do think it's, like, cheesy that people, like, will flaunt. Like, they're like, I voted stickers, right? But it's like, that's the way you gotta at least try to make it cool. Right. You know?
0: I think that celebrity is the thing to how it's gonna make it cool.
2: Oh, yeah. You gotta have, like, you know... Maybe the Migos will drop a song about voting. Maybe. But
0: the thing is, I don't want... I don't... What was it? A friend of mine who thinks more right... He got pissed off when Cardi B was going on a rant saying that public... Public about... Was it... Who's that one girl? Candace Owens. She went at Cardi B. Then Cardi B went after her. And you start going in that Cardi B doesn't know what she's doing. Doesn't know what she's talking about. And it's like... Granted, she doesn't know what she's talking about, but at the same time, you have to give her props because Cardi B has such a big platform.
2: Yeah, true. Yeah, like, you know, you gotta at least... Acknowledge the fact that she's utilizing the, her platform for something that's, like, f- better, you know? Right. Just check it. Did it stop recording me? I don't think it.
0: Why the fuck? It
2: just took a camera. <laughs> Is that a GoPro?
0: It's, like, something similar to
2: it. Nice. That's a cool tripod that it's on. I don't
0: know. Thank you. Hello. But we'll probably wrap this up because are you going back? Are you heading back?
2: Yeah, I'm going back to the East Side tonight. So. so
0: I will – we're about – almost about two hours in. So I will let you go, sir. Hey,
2: thanks.
0: I appreciate – I really appreciate you doing this. I really do.
2: This is fun, dude. I don't – I've never really – I've done one other podcast and, like, you know, it's kind of weird because, like, I'll listen to them and, like, I don't know what to talk about, but it's fun to, like, try to do it and, like, I like that you have, like, legit stuff set up and, like, you know – as long as you keep doing it, you'll get cooler shit. Exactly. And then maybe you'll get sponsored by whoever. If I get sponsored
1: by anybody. By oh, number two pencils. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Peace. Goodbye.